3D6 Down the Line. Hey everybody, welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. We are continuing with episode 28 of our Mega Dungeon Crawl, The Halls of Arden Vool by Richard Barton, using the old school essential system by one Gavin Norman of Necrotic Gnome. <sighs> I am your host, John. I am the referee for the evening going around the horn. We have, as always... I'm Mike. I play Gorin, the fourth level dwarf. Normally, David would be playing Onweir, the third level chaotic illusionist, but he is dead to us tonight. Yeah. And uh, I am Matt. I play Avaricios, the fifth level cleric and the left hand of Lysion. Hi, everybody. I'm Ted. I'm playing Mortus J. Gobliano, third level goblin and soon to be ambassador to the Goblin King. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope. <laughs> I like that glass half full sort of a <clears throat> attitude there, Ted. Uh, okay. Well, you know, when you when you are a little tiny goblin guy, you got to think positive. You know. Exactly. Wait, did you say ambassador or ap or appetizer? Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> oh. So uh, that, that remains a possibility. <laughs> big news for the channel: we hit uh, three thousand subscribers today, which is pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Thanks to everyone who uh, picked up on that yeah. tweet asking for a little bit of push over the top. It worked. Um, so we're able to celebrate that tonight. Subscribed. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, pretty amazing that we actually have 3,000 unique people who have actually decided to stick around with us, which is pretty freaking rad. So uh, let's keep it going, shall we? We are in a oh yeah in a bit of a dilemma at the moment. Um, they have a they have a pretty clear plan though. All right, so yeah. let's uh, let's set the scene real quick. It is the 19th of Ligarios. Uh, which is the same month as it is right now, actually, as the time of recording, which is around May time. Uh, Night of the Ligarios, it is very, very late at night. It is about 3 o'clock in the morning. They are all suffering from fatigue, so they are all minus one to hit and to damage until they can get rest. Um, and um, Onweir, who uh, is will not be in the party tonight, um, but he had just suffered the the uh, electrocution from a magical glyph upon a strange portal across the chasm um, blew him back so far and charred him so much that he now has like the burn condition, which means that he can no longer actually wear armor for some time. And uh, you might think, well, that's not a big deal because he's an illusionist and doesn't wear armor. However, <laughs> for the past <laughs> three or four sessions, Onweir has been wearing banded mail because he has no spells to cast. He has no <laughs> Honestly, John, I think it's longer than three or four sessions. That happened in like monkey town right it did it happened in yeah Blender that town, was a yeah. long time ago oh, yeah. yeah he <laughs> lost it well the moment you guys got captured that's when the spell book yeah. was gone um so they have um won the scouring of the shire they have uh divested the halflings of all of their power uh, only plum thorn and five halflings remain they have uh according to the terms of their deal with dalton's darlings they have given up those chambers that the halflings once occupied to dalton's darlings um, and they have spent last session hashing out the terms of the deal, dividing up treasure, um, interrogating Plumthorn, which they found out a whole bunch of stuff from. And then they were greeted by a envoy of goblins to the south um, over that picket, that, that sort of the that, um, sharpened stake picket that had been raised to separate the halflings from the goblins. Um, and they were told... If you bring us Plumthorn, uh, bring the bring Plumthorn to the king, um, that would be uh, that would be doing yourselves a great favor. You you'd be doing the king a favor, and um, you would be looked kindly upon by the king for doing so, which seemed pretty darn appealing. Um, so that's sort of where we're at, I believe. Oh, 
This this brings me to a thought that I had that I discussed on the Discord with the rest of the group here. Um, we are Uh-oh. so much fun. It is so much fun playing these factions up against each other with the darlings going, having them go up against like the uh, the, the halflings. What if we can somehow convince um, the goblins to go up against uh, Monkey Town? I mean, help, I'm, help us take out Garalad. <laughs> I'm absolutely game to try. Yeah, let's um, let's see what see what they've got to say and what they want. Who there knows? is I mean, there is a giant throne made out of gemstone, a gemstone that is calling to my dwarven soul. It's, <laughs> it's beckoning yeah. me. It's beckoning me. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though you you're gonna be really sad when you end up seeing the Goblin King sitting on that thing. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that won't happen. That's just not gonna happen. Oh, okay, no. Goblins yeah. are very crafty. You never know. We get into all kinds of places. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Also, I'm sure he wouldn't want anything like that. Oh, they're yeah, also you're right, you're right. they're also cute on the end of a spear. So let's just uh, keep that in mind too. <laughs> Come right. over here and say that, buddy. Come here. So you guys have had uh, Plumthorn relegated to a sarcophagus, chained up and put into that mm-hmm. sarcophagus. Um, going to be underneath the darling's care. Um, and you have basically looked the other way, as Dalton said. Don't you worry about those other five halflings. We'll take care of them. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, yes. take care of them. Like yeah. you know, take care nice. Of them. Yeah. You know, just read them a story take and put care. them to bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I'm glad Jack got my reference. What movie was that from? I can't even remember. Pulp Fiction, baby. Take care of them. Oh yeah, yeah, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Gog so, is going to be eating those halflings very soon. I think. So, um, oh. so yeah, you can see like the, you can see how exhausted the the darlings are as well, right? Like. You know, all of the excitement and adrenaline of battle has basically worn off the excitement of the treasure, like in, in like the full weight of fatigue just slams everyone into the ground like they are ready. Right. They need to they need to rest here. They're going to uh, set up, uh, try to set up shop, um, probably put the portcullis down, maybe um, raise up, uh, you know, clean up the whole mess, clean up all the bodies, that sort of thing, probably dump them down the chasm. Um, yeah. and uh, start establishing themselves. So they got a lot of work to do, and they, it's it's three o'clock in the morning. But they need to do it because they can't defend themselves otherwise. Um, right. So they uh, and the uh, Nicasia is um, rallying the troops together, basically getting them organized. Like let's let's yeah. get out of here. This time is time's right. wasting. Um, and uh, so there's like a, a whole bunch of activity that's about to happen as everyone's about to kind of soldier out. Now you guys had mentioned at the end of the last. Um the last session that you were thinking about searching the other sarcophagi, you found the false bottom here in Plumthorne's chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. you, you had mentioned, I just want to drop that there. You certainly can just ignore and just leave, but I just wanted to drop that. No, we got to do that. Yeah. It seems like we should. I think um, David would weep. I know he's dead to us. But, uh, yeah. He would, he would be very not. sad if we didn't couple, do that. A couple housekeeping items though. Um, since, especially since David's gone and we're going to be doing some stuff. So Mort's wearing one of the rings Mm-hmm. Who's got the other ring? Since David's Avaricio yeah. has a ring. David has the cloak. Yes. Oh, that's right. Okay. So who's taking the cloak and the bag and pin while David's not around? Well, I think the pin is yours, Ted, right? Like we kind of decided that. I got that magic plus two shield out of the that whole thing. Right. And and it seems it seems patently as much as I would like it, <laughs> it seems patently wrong to take both the magic shield and the pin. So, and out of the two, I think the shield comes in a little bit more handy for me. So I think the pin is yours. There okay. You, go. you have Laryl's pin. All right. 
Okay. And the cloak but in the bag. When you die, then I get it. Okay. Oh, obviously, obviously. Okay. Thanks for thanks for that vote of confidence. That's well, great. I, I I know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going off of previous experience or anything. Track record's not great, Ted. Um Squeegee died for your sins. He died for something. Uh, all right, so we, um, yeah, oh. when we came down here, uh, like Av had, Av had the sack in right, case yeah. he needed it for some kind of like, you know, uh, screw, screwing around in yes. the dark there, invisible. Um, but uh, yeah, why don't why don't you take the the cloak? Who okay. me? No, uh, I mean either, either one of you, because if oh, I have if I have the thing, then yeah, why don't, why don't you? Because you can do quiet, you know, sneaky, yeah. sneaky yeah. stuff. Okay, anyway. so, isn't that David's cloak? I mean, we yeah, can't I mean, just be back to him. And he, no, no, but you can't really just be passing off magic items every time someone's not well, here. Then, you know, then the sack is Mort's because you know that Mort had the sack. We've been handing him around. Yeah, and I don't, I don't care who has the sack. That's a party item anyway, right? Like no one's getting away. It's a bag of holding, kind of, right? Like it's like, yeah, but it should be someone's. Like if if uh, I right. agree that the cloak probably can't be in play tonight because that is actually on Weir's. Like you know, that is his item. Right. And if, if more if you have the pin, that is now your item. So Ted, if you can't make a session, no one gets the pin either. So we should we should do the same thing with the sack. Like uh, who owns the sack? Is, should that be Avariciosis? Uh I think it makes sense to have it belong to the cleric who's most likely to survive any given situation. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. And yeah, so one thing that we kind of we all for kind of forgot last session was that that, that sack is um because we love the fact that it's a sandwich generator, of course, but but yes. not, a much on much lesser on the totem pole is the fact that it's also a bag of holding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, so many of yeah. our our last uh, delves um, problems would have been solved by having a, a bag of holding, yeah. right? Yeah. Which so for those who are maybe used to more like mainstream D anD D, like obviously um, uh, uh, a bag of holding isn't that big of a deal. But for old school D anD D, as you guys have uh, oh. anyone who's been watching us for these past twenty seven sessions. Mm -hmm. um, the burden of trying to uh, 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 balance out your encumbrance and your inventory is a huge part of the game. And so right. the bag of holding alleviates a huge part of that, almost too much. Like some people actually don't like bags of holding because they kind of ruin that aspect of the game. But, but hey, um, doesn't mean you that you're going to. find what you find, right? Exactly. I also want to say, though, this is a, like a 500 GP weight bag of holding, correct? Mm -hmm. So it's 50 slots. 50 slots, but it's. Like it only holds five hundred coin, right? No, five hundred coin worth of encumbrance using the old rules, but we've translated that into the slot system, which means it's about fifty. I'm, 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 I'm making the rule that it's fifty slots. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. that's that's yeah. like amazing. Then that, yeah, that is amazing. Oh, amazing. However, though, it's only stuff that can fit right with, with that hole. width of a you know and i don't know exactly what that is but we kind of know it when we see it right like the ruby throne ain't going in there you know, <laughs> you know what i mean yeah right um so many coins as you want can yeah. get thrown in there up to 500 uh weight, I mean, but, dude that's just amazing that's yeah. that's phenomenal clarify something john yeah 50 slots is more than 500 coins yeah. Uh, what what is it then? What am I talking? That's five thousand. That's five thousand. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So what did uh uh? But well, let me, okay. Let me look up the uh. Yeah. Let's get now, it right. Fifty slots, I think, is a very reasonable number for a bag of holding. That that's like, you know, twice a large sack or three times a large sack, depending on who's carrying. You're, you're it. right. I did my math wrong. Let me see here. Um, Damn it, Ted. 
No, I'm right. It's, it's no, okay. No. You would have realized um, sooner or later, and then we'd have had a problem. So th- these are the words in the book. And remember, this book was written for the Osric system, which is AD&D first edition. Um, at right. base, it serves as a bag of holding 500 pound limit. And then I wrote myself a note. 500 pounds is 5,000 coins and thus is 50 slots. Okay, great. So 50 slots. Fantastic. It is 50 slots, yeah. And it, it should be good. This is an artifact. This is not just a magical item. This is like right, a, yeah. a mythic hero's personal possession. So um, that's that's uh-oh. phenomenal. Now I would still advocate, and I'm just this is our maybe another bookkeeping thing. I would still advocate that everyone should have some rations on them, some torches on them, something like that, I right? I do. Right? Like so, if we get separated, you're not just automatically like hosed. Well, you remember whatever. what happened when you got when you got taken prisoner. You lost all your good shit. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Doesn't mean um, it can't, can't happen again. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Shut your mouth. Okay. So, but what I'm what, what, what I do think though is like, what is a very useful thing are like casts of oil, extra lanterns, extra shields, extra helmets, like all that stuff. Man, we can mm-hmm. we can go load up for bear on that. Maybe not right now, but like just so like when next time we get devastated by a monkey, we can be like, I have an extra shield. Right. Extra Pretty extra awesome. helmets for those crits. Your thing. Um, John, okay. would you say that you could get a shield into the bag? No. Never mind. What about a helmet? A helmet, yeah. But not, not a shield. Oh, what about what about long th- like one of our plans this time? Uh we're gonna go back and pick up the, the spear that we hit away. The, the spear will uh, go in, yeah. It's don't more it's more about the length. It's the width. It's the okay. width. Nope. Yeah. Don't put pointy things in a bag of holding. No, you gotta wrap you'll wrap the end in cloth or something. You don't put a portable oh, hole in a bag of holding or the other way around. Right. No, that's true. But, oh, maybe that was a house rule we had, which was never put no, no. something pointy inside a bag of holding. No, you're right. right. That was a real bag. thing. We That happened to us, to you, and all your shit yeah, was okay. scattered across. Yeah. Like, well, I'm, I'm well, of the that's... mind that it's an extra, extra dimensional space, so it doesn't really affect it. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. That's good to know. Um, okay, so you uh, – forgive me if I'm wrong. So you guys have wrapped up all your business with um, the darlings and all that kind of stuff. You, you understand mm-hmm. what the plan is. Um, and then you guys we are. Do, yes, go ahead, Ted. We we do intend to search the sarcophagus. Search, search the sarcophagus. Other than that, yes, everything okay. is yeah. thoroughly. Well, we sar- I'm going to rule this. If if right. you want to search all of the remaining sarcophagi that are in the three different chambers, okay, I'm yeah. going to say that it's going to take. Um, I'm going to say it's going to take. It's going to take a while um, because if you really want to be careful and search carefully for really hidden things, I would say to take a turn per coffin, and you're talking about. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight coffins now. Oh, that's a I, lot. I would well, say, though, too, though, John, is that um, now we kind of know what to look for a little bit, right? There was the false bottom. The bottom didn't match the other bottoms. Yeah. So if you want to look for that specific them. kind of catch, just that. And if you don't find it, then moving on, then, of course, it would take a short amount of time. Right, right. Yeah, let's, let's try to actually yeah. searched all three in that first room. Was it just the one? You just did the one. Oh, you, no, yeah, that's true. No, you did. did the, they did. They searched all of them. Yeah, so that one's clear. Um, so it, it would actually only left. be six coffins left. Yeah, so it would be six turns. Oh. If you want to be super thorough, I would reduce it down to um, half that amount if you just wanted to look just for that catch that was similar to the other one. So half an hour to an hour. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's 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 do it. If if we can do it in half an hour like that, just checking for like the specific tricks. Yeah, let's do it. Well, it's obviously more about the wandering encounters, right? That's what yeah. we're, that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, check for false bottoms. So the non-thorough one, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Kind of looking for stuff that we might 
like now that we've seen the mechanism for one, hopefully we'll recognize it if mm -hmm. we come across it. Okay, one second, please. Don't worry about what I'm doing here. Oh, <laughs> okay. Now, I, well, now I am. <laughs> now I'm worried. Yeah. Okay. What the heck? So yeah, you go. We'll say you go back up to um to Blondveig's uh. Uh, smash laboratory first and uh, you rummage through those sarcophagi the Daltons are actually uh, the, the Daltons the Darlings are actually very interested in exactly what you're doing as well they're like oh I um, think there might be something more here do you and um, but you find nothing down there you move down to the southern uh, area which is where the um, bulk of the halflings used to bed down um, and also where the uh, attempts by the goblins to tunnel through were also made down in the southern area those um, to uh, uh, you're fairly confident that um, there are no catches there as well. So it appears um, after a great deal of searching that only the middle sarcophagi in Plumthorne's chambers had any real treasure. Okay. And remember, well, that, was so treasure that, that was treasure that Plumthorne himself was not aware of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, oh, so let's get our let's get our mercs and get them out of here and head up to the Broken Ed Inn for a rest. And as we're leaving, you know, I'll do like that kind of Roman clasped hands with uh, Dalton and um and tell him that we'll bring him back supplies from the Broken Head Inn. Excellent. It's well, going to be a. Don't mind us if you find us sleeping. You just have to wrap upon the portcullis. <laughs> we are a bit tired. <laughs> the portcullis ain't there anymore. <laughs> Well, uh, oh, I, I did have. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it would be makeshift. I, I mean, I did have one more thought for you. I mean, you know, part of our reasoning for going up there, yes, is to rest, but also to let them know about the, uh, you know, the new uh, the change of management, and that you would. I'm, I'm assuming that you would like to continue uh, some sort of relationships for supplies and things. Um, you know, I thought it might be helpful to have, uh, you know, someone from from your group there to you know make introductions to get things started and uh you know uh, i was thinking maybe yost would be good good for this he we could we could take him up there he can come back down in the morning you see yost's just, eyebrows sort of rise like you know and he kind of looks over at dalton you know the i i can do this i've still got a little bit of gas left in the tank i know that's anachronistic but you know <laughs> <laughs> um uh and uh dalton kind of looks and he's, he's you can see he's tired like stifles a yawn he's like Yes, I, I suppose that would be be uh, pretty wise, I suppose. Uh, Yost, if you're up for it, that would be great. Um, for the nonce, I can't really... I'm uh, My brain is too clouded right now to think of the terms of the deals we'll have to work out with Kronos. But yes, that um, Yost, if you don't mind speaking for me in the meantime, please do not make any promises to Kronos. He is wily. And you, my friend, I love you very much, but you are not. And... Um, and then Heliogablus says, uh, he kind of comes up and he's like, I too would wish to come and keep an eye. I can certainly speak with your voice, Dalton. Gentlemen, you wouldn't mind if I accompanied you, would you? Well, of, of course not. I mean, I, I would think that might that might leave you a little bit uh, uh, short-handed down here. I mean, you know, Heliogablus, man, you were really something with the lightning bolts and stuff. It seems like if there were trouble, they would want to have you around down here. To, to Don sort of taps his lips and he's like, you know, Heliogablus, that's a, the, the cleric actually speaks the truth. We... We are very vulnerable here, and we are all very tired. And um, you still have a little bit of uh, arcane energy left, and we may need you uh, in the coming hours. You can see Helia Gabbos sort of like looks over at him and kind of narrows his eyes, looks back at you, and sort of narrows his eyes back at you. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, he doesn't like it at all. You know, but uh, but he can't. 
he too understands like he's smart enough to realize that if all he leaves is Dalton and Yvette and, and Helga, like it's going to be, it might be kind of rough on them. So he'll stay. Yost will and I, I, yeah. I, and I know you're a little tired. Uh, just, I'm just going to put a little, a little word, a little bug in your ear, a little idea, maybe, um, Maybe you could hire these little guys, you know, like give them a trial run, test their loyalty or something. But hey, you're shorthanded, and they have got short hands. Who they yeah. are? The halflings. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, it's just up to you, my friend. Uh, they are, they, you know, we're leaving them in your care. But hey, you know what? Maybe they could help you out a little bit. Huh? So Helga and um, Helga and Dalton sort of. They kind of think about it for a second, kind of nodding a little bit. And you can see in the background, a vet is just, she's just like storage. She's like, <laughs> she's like <you> know, <laughs> not, 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 does not jive with her God's view. view hey about guys, I'm on, and, I'm on call at work. I'll be right back. I apologize. Keep going. I'm sorry. Sure Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. Okay. So, um, all right. So they thank you for, for helping obviously. And they're tired and they wish you well, they're going to attempt to sort of makeshift, like wrench up that, um, the the, uh, the um, portcullis and try to put it back into working order or at least some some sort of um, right. barrier. Okay, so they could probably uh, build some barricades out of sarcophagus lids if they can be moved. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll do whatever they need to do to try to secure yeah. the area as much as much as they can. But it's sort of out of your hands at this point. So they um, when you enter back into the large debouchement debouchement room and the statue is standing there in shadow, you can see that arrayed before the entrance and looking a little bit nervous, a little bit. Um, they you know they're kind of bandaging each other up. Um, they've lost a couple of men. By far, it was like a you guys handily won that battle, but um, they, but they did suffer some losses. Uh, the wine dark cohort is organizing and getting ready to go back up the stairs. Nicasia sort of, she flips a toothpick in her mouth, you know what I mean? Like flips it in her and spits it out again, um, flops over her mohawk a little bit. And she's like, uh, so we ready to go? Um, I heard talk that you were thinking about picking up a spear or feathers or some other nonsense. Um, yeah, we've got a couple of things. They're just right down the hall over here. It should just be a few minutes. I, it's late, but, uh, you know, we want to make sure we get everything on the way out. Well, time's all the same down here. You're paying. so We've already right. paid you. <laughs> you let us know, of um, course, first time we see any trouble, we're out of here. Yeah, okay. I mean, they're welcome to go back up to the inn by themselves. We can tell them where it is. It's up to them. I thought uh, part of our to... plan was to walk through the city with them, safety and numbers thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. because of the monkeys. Well, yes. Then I'm just wondering, guys, is the better part of Valor, since we're all so tired anyway, is our better part of Valor to go up to the end, do our rest, then come down and get the feathers and the and the spear? At we're, least. We're like 80 feet right away from the spear, man. I know. <laughs> we're 80 feet away until like we have to get into another fight. Because there uh, are wandering monsters. It would never happen. Come on. It's just right down. It's right around the corner. <laughs> You're such a worry. Per- oh, nah, it's okay. Okay. I, I think we should get the spear, but not the feathers. That's it's my feeling. Okay. I'm fine with that. It's three in the morning. The monsters are all asleep. Okay. Right. So uh, you're going to head west then, right? Um, uh, what yep. kind of light sources are we working with here? Um. We do need the light source, don't we? Hmm. Torches. This this room is lit, right? In the mm-hmm. in the far corners. So you're okay in this yep. room. But once you kind of go west into that quarter, you're gonna be out of luck. Yeah, I have All right, uh, I'll, I'll light up a torch. Okay. I, ha- I I say I have I have three left, so light a torch. One, two, three, four, okay. five. Okay. 
Um, I, that, I will go first with uh, uh, Shield and um, Plumthorn's Axe. Plumthorn's Axe is a one-handed axe, right? Um, no, it is actually a battle axe. Oh, well, then I don't want that. I'll just use my short sword. Okay. All right. I've got my shield out and the torch in the other hand, and I'll draw the pin if I need to. Uh, Mike, by the way, if you do have Plumthorn's Axe, uh, that is a two-slot uh, thingy. Yeah, I'll just stow it. We'll probably just sell it off unless it's magical. I just mean for Can't your inventory slots. I don't know if you gotcha. can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Mort, uh, Mort has a torch. Um, and you head into the Western quarter. Now you've been here before. Um, yeah. So, uh, the, the first thing that you see when you kind of move, uh, the 30 feet down that corridor is the, uh, statue that stands at that, um, at the intersection in the midst of those, uh, those alcoves, those crypts. So, the statue of Thoth in this one um, is a little bit different than the other one, although it's, it is like in size. Um, it occupies an eight-foot diameter circular pedestal, mostly blocks the entire the entirety of that intersection. But the statue of Thoth here is actually seated. Um, uh, he is seated as his, as in his scribe form. Um, on his lap is a book where he's recording the deeds of the dead. The left hand holds the book down, while the right hand holds a quill pen. Um, the main block, the statue's onyx. The head, the ibis head is ivory, as is the book and the quill, right? So the book and the quill, like, stand out white against the black of his lap, right? Um, the ibis head has no gemstones in it, merely empty holes. Um, and you know for a fact, because you guys you guys investigated this thoroughly, um, that there are these seams in the joints here, right? Now, you do remember that, and this is just a, a scant, probably like an hour ago or so, Plumthorne had related that yes. there was another party down here, right? Led by a fat, turban-headed man. Yes. Mm -hmm. They overheard them. Uh, they were eavesdropping on them when they were discussing back at the other statue in the center of the debate, Dubouchemont, that manipulating these two statues would lead to a secret passage of some sort around here, um, but that they were aware of that there were actually three, and Plumthorne had no idea what the third one was. He's known always about the two, but the third he doesn't know. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was speculating it was the statue in the room with the chasm through it where the spiders were and that um, moon over my Ibis fresco and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so, you, do, you do remember more when you kind of recall that, that the yeah. statue in that room was of a like size, a like scale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. was Super it, was curious it also, before it opens, but. Yeah. Was so it also a thought or was it? Was, yeah. Was that mm -hmm. third up in the spider room? It was a thought. Okay, mm -hmm. I could sure remember was. if it yeah. was a baboon. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, wait, I, I'm sorry, I'm confused. So there's this one at this intersection. There's the yep. one in the in the spider room. Where yep. would the third one be? In Center the of the Oh, but that one's massive, right? So it's like it's, doesn't really match same, the other two. Same, it's same size, actually. Yeah. Oh, I guess I was picturing it to be like. Whoa, he's, he's, the, the body of Thoth itself is of a similar scale. Like like I said here in this one that you're in right now, he's actually seated, so you know he's not as quite as tall. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I I'd be willing to bet the secret door that opens is my my guess is that it's the pedestal under the debouchement statue yeah i remember it being big and and sort of big enough that like a panel could open it or a door could open it we've never really had a chance to actually search that statue because i didn't want yeah. to tip off the, the halflings mm -hmm. yeah right um, and it so also has like a, a, a casket or something or a chest right it, in front it does of it, it sure does yeah. yeah you guys have been yeah, leery so. about that um so, so that's for um, later 
for viewers, um, they're talking about uh, this statue right here, and then yeah. this one where they're at right here, and then they're project they're uh, speculating that this is the third statue up here. Um, also, uh, thanks goes out real quick to a commenter on the last video that recommended that we actually have a token that just sort of um, uh, tells you where the PCs are located. So smart thinking. Um, so yep, we just added that Good little idea. quick little thing right there. Um, so okay. Yeah, so What's that's not the deal. Now, yes, and uh, you also remember that um, directly west of you, like if you move, if you kind of skirt around that, there was actually a secret door, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That led uh -huh. into that very strange chamber where there was like a, t a tentacle monster tentacle of some monster. sort, right? And bodies, yeah. you found some treasure down there. There was, remember, it was uh, defaced by set cultists, right? Um, that was a long time ago. You have since confirmed uh, from numerous sources now, uh, two or three sources, that the West... <laughs> has a heavy cult presence there, right? So now that, that kind of lines up. Um, Bad news. Anyways, there is, um, uh, 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 where is it here? Yes, the, it, there is a fresco here on the other side, um, a fresco of Thoth, and there is a nostril in its beak that you, there's a catch mm -hmm. that's concealed and that opens up the thing. Anyways, yeah, there was, um, Tons of little alcoves and crypts here, and there was rats, but you don't hear them scurrying anymore. Um, you know that you, to the south, there was a hidden uh, false uh, door behind a crypt that you actually had to crawl through, where there was ghouls who had been, um, looked to have been former priests of, um, former priests of uh, Thoth, and you fought them and discovered some treasure within, mm -hmm. and you head back down uh, that way, yeah. Yeah, and as as we go down that way, John, just remembering you know the the ghouls and remembering that in general, like there's a lot of uh, undead presence in the west over here. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have Avaricious um, have his uh, holy symbol out and ready to turn in case anything appears. Got it. So you have a shield and a holy symbol. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, where did Ted go? Uh, we just lost Ted. Where did Ted go? What Damn it, Ted. <laughs> Uh, well, I just I just got my uh, my signal to go tuck in a kid. Maybe this might be a good time for me to go do that. Okay, uh, we, why don't we just take a quick anyway. break because I don't want to do just a one on one with Mike. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> I'm like the most fun one here. We'll be right, we'll be right back. <laughs> okay, we're back. Sorry, we just had a little bit of a, a electrical hiccup there for a second. Um, so I was going to ask a quick question. I I was going to ask Matt. Uh, Matt, what is your movement right now? Are you moving at ninety? Uh, I'm at 90, yes. Okay, cool. Great. All right, so a party's moving at 90, so a turn goes by as you slowly creep your way down those sort of creepy alcoves and make your way back by via torchlight to the southern the southern uh, part of there. And um, uh, now remember, like, it, it is not just a door that you can walk through, right? There are these layered crypts, like bodies yeah. upon bodies, right, sort of thing, like these niches. And, like, at eye level, there was one that you could kind of squeeze your body sideways into and sort of drop into like this secret chamber beyond. Right. Um, yep. there's still a bit of a stench of, of rotting flesh in there. You know what I mean? But it's, 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 it's definitely having, has been aired out significantly. Um, and you don't hear anything, uh, in there. Okay. Are we, so we're back around the corner. Yeah. Okay. So who's going in? Um, I'll do it. I'm a little guy. Uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll go like behind, right behind, so I can see, so I can turn if anything's climbed in, in there. Okay. 
All right, so you go in. Um, I believe that the bodies of those ghouls would probably still be there. Didn't um, we did burn you, them? Did or? you burn them? I can't remember. I, I think that's know. how we killed them. We threw oil, flaming oil in there and torched them. Right, okay, mm -hmm. so that would still be a pretty awful black and mess of nastiness. A, a mess, yeah. yeah. But um, the, the spear should be, you know, we just left it behind knowingly, so it should be within easy reach. We just reach and grab it and leave. Uh, yes, so the I can't remember how I described it whenever you got it, but um, uh, it is definitely like an ancient Archontian spear. Yeah. Quite, quite lovely. Um, and you can see that along the haft uh, along the the shaft of the of the um, of the spear itself, there is actually a mythric word upon it, um, and that word is clavem. Clavem. Yes, C L A V E M. Sounds very Latiny. All right. So if I can grab it with no problem, I'll slide back out of the uh, the tomb there and close the secret door so no one else knows about it. Okay. And uh, let's make our way out of here. I'll um. Uh, since I'm carrying pin, I'll take my old gladius and stick it in my backpack, and I'll carry that spear. Um, for the time being. Okay, I'm gonna say getting the spear, it. climbing through there, took another turn. Ted, you don't want to say the word Clavin just to see what the, if anything happens. Um, I think that's Latin for self-destruct. So no, <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, what? Yeah, you think so? You think you want to? You want to get the old goblin to kill himself with the magic spear? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> no, I'm sure it'll be fine. Why would they write it on the spear if it's bad? Right. And all right. Why are you using a spear when you could be using the pin? I'm not. Using the spear, I'm carrying the spear. Oh, let me okay. just put the. You want to carry just the put, spear? Let me just put the spin in uh, the spear in my in my bag. If you don't well, want to use it, actually, I'll just put it in there. I don't know that I don't want to use it. We just got it, man. Why is everyone freaking out about the spear? <laughs> no, everyone's on your case, Ted. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, okay, doing, you're obviously do, doing something wrong. <laughs> here's what I'll do, John. I'll, I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll point the spear at that pile of that rat's nest and I'll say, "Clavem." Okay, if, when you point it at it and you say the when you say the word clavem, the, the spear actually shrinks down rapidly, shorter and shorter and shorter until it's actually held in the palm of your hand, super light, super thin, and it becomes Ooh. what looks to be like a very thin, delicate lockpick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Right, the cleric did one thing right. That's it. You that's right. one thing right. Come on, there's gotta that's be more. It. I just got one. You know, give yeah. give me my credit where it's due. Well, time uh, remembrance is lost. Um, that rat's nest that he was pointing to with the with the uh, spear was actually where you picked up your your uh, cursed torch. I remember it very well. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. No, oh, these well-trammeled halls. Oh my goodness. That was like six million years ago. It really was. All right. Okay. All right, let's um, go back. Yeah, okay. discretion is the better part of valor. Now's the time to leave. All right, so do you leave it in its lockpick form? I think that's the way to go. Okay. Um, so in that case, uh, Mort is actually an unencumbering item in that, in that form. Yeah. Okay, yeah. um, making your way back up exactly the same way. Do you want to um, 
attempt the feathers because if you do, you could go, you know that you could go straight north. Right? <laughs> Come on. No, I, I feel like I, we've already pushed our luck here. Okay. Yeah, let's go. We can go back. As long as we get them next time, I think we're going to need those. Okay, let's yeah. do it. Okay. So going back uh, to the <laughs> debouchement um, will be a, another turn. So Mort's going to like uh, skip along behind uh, the dwarf here and be like, hey, you know, we could keep this in your prison pocket for next time we get caught. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I don't want to them while you're just walking around. <laughs> as you, as you move back in. As you move back into the main chamber in the darkened statue yeah. of Thoth, you can hear off yeah. in the distance, um, uh, and you can actually see because of the torchlight that's already here, um, that the darlings are in the process of actually dragging the broken portcullis and sort of um, heaving it upright and trying to fit it back into um, into the archway leading right. to there. Uh, but they they sort of wave at you. Um, Nicasia sort of like does like a uh, like a whistle, like a wee wee, you know, um, and like moves her finger around and um, uh, spits out another toothpick and. Uh, the cohort starts to march back up. Uh, you're following behind, I assume. Yeah. You know what we don't hear? Mm. Roz Kelly being like, hello there, give me your money. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> Freedom. Uh, okay, so let's see. Going up, the, what do we say, like six turns to get up? Yeah, I, I think, think so, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah. your torch goes off, off uh, it burns out after three. Um. We'll say I'll that strike a new one. It, it's yeah. not, not necessarily the cohort, but you know, has their has their light, so you don't have to waste it. Uh, okay, yeah, we can work off the cohort light. That's great. Okay, so that actually makes it I'll a nice round. Um, okay, so by this time, when you finally emerge up the steps, past all the graffiti, and you emerge through the sliding door, and you um, and uh, out onto the uh, uh, onto the platform above the pyramid, the uh, uh, off to the east the very first tip of the of the sun rises above the horizon right <sighs> it's like that perfect like you know almost completely dark but just a slight lightening of the sky um as you survey the ruins of Ardenbull before you uh victorious um as they start to file down the steps below um you can see way off in the distance you see a couple of uh figures um uh, would they be changing that? It's probably a little too early for. I think the Night's Watch would still be there. Um, so, yeah, I was going to say you saw figures like changing shifts, but I think they probably do that at like eight. Yeah. Um, I do a big wave. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you do see some uh, hurried motion up there uh, uh, in, the, in the North Gate as they see like all these men, you know, start to, men and women start to come down the steps. Um, and yeah, and you make your way down. Okay. All right. Head to the inn. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, real quick, just checking my distance things here. Um, one second, sorry. Uh, I wonder see, if we can convince, to in uh, moving at ninety. You're not moving at ninety though. You're moving at sixty with the um, with the infantry. It's going to take okay. five additional turns, so we'll just round it up to six for an hour. Or so you actually start. You roll back in up up the boulevard to the inn finally at 6 a.m. in the morning. Um, everyone is just starting to roll out of bed and to like change out the straw and the stables and feed all the animals and all that sort of stuff, right? Um, any of the guests that are there are long, uh, are, are still passed out. Um, 
Uh, I would say it's just like the hands right now that are up, like Cronus and Stella are probably just starting to get up out of bed, but the only people that are downstairs are like just some of the, uh, the you know, the in hands. Um, so they, what they greet you now? sleepily in, in surprise. It's now the 20th. Of Lugarios? Of, of Lugarios, yes. Okay. Uh, John, just a, a point as, as we go through that, uh, Northern gate, mm-hmm. um, I would like to like, uh, slip the guys some money for drinks. How, how many guards are there? There's always two. Always two. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm going to give them each, uh, five gold for 10 gold. Uh, great. Yep. They, they thank you uh, very much. They're surprised. They don't really question you because they're a little bit afraid of like all the, the, the army that's marching out of there. Um, and you guys are, uh, victorious, but like you, you've been in a battle, right? Like it's not like you're just like all gleaming and all that kind of stuff. Like you're kind of beat up a little bit, and everyone's you know, um, like you, you you come across as, as if you've seen some shit down there, right? <laughs> oh, know? we have, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so you roll back in. Everyone's just like they they start setting up camp outside, very orderly fashion, sort of thing. Uh, and Acacia thanks you as well. She asks um, if. Uh, not in a mean way, but she asked you, Gorn, like, is she relieved of her duties or is, is her job done? Yeah, I do that like Roman handshake with her again and then say, um, your troops have performed excellently and I could ask for nothing more. Um, it has been a pleasure to serve, she she says, um, as she shakes and bows her head to you. Um, you can call upon us at any time. And if you, uh, uh, it, uh, should you, feel it necessary i would appreciate you saying a good word to those in power yep and as uh as they kind of disperse john i want to give each one of the soldiers like five gold pieces extra okay like a bonus how many are left we had 20 originally i think yeah right? 20 i would say that probably they're down to probably like 15 ish now okay yeah. and but the additional five gold um, for the guys that died, yeah. I will hand in a sack to Nicasia to give to their families or to disperse amongst the rest of the men if they didn't have anyone. And then for her, I'll give her an extra 25. Okay, cool. Wow. Yeah, she's um, uh, she thinks that's very respectful, and she 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 really appreciates that. Thanks you. The men do as well. They're, they kind of doff their helmets. They're like, thank you, governor. Yeah. So that's 125 GP total, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so this is coming out of the party funds? No, it's coming out of my funds. Okay. Okay. My idea to hire them, dude. They're <laughs> my big fun thing. They so are definitely going to. Uh, they, um, Nicasia goes and like orders like a, a you know like a copious amount of alcohol for the men, and they're basically going to sleep through this day, and then and, uh, maybe march back. Like they, they may actually sleep the entire day, sleep again, and then march back in the morn because mm. uh, they're in no shape to actually like march back right now. Uh. Okay, cool. so they set up camp, and you guys go inside, and yeah. So, what business we can like, as you said, we don't we don't need to like role play out every instance. What what business do you want to take care of here at the end? First of all, you you need Sleep. rest. You cannot do. You basically yep. cannot do any business right now. Right. Okay. okay. So, so let's get us a room. Yeah, let's just tell them that you know we have some things to discuss. There have been some important changes, but we'll talk about it after we've had a, a nap. Okay, cool. Have you guys already? I, I can never remember like what you paid for or whatever here. Have, have you paid in we advance? We had a um, a week's room, but that was long ago. Yeah, nothing yeah. is currently up paid that was up before. Now. That was before we went back to Gosterwick for our. Yeah, um, we wasted some money there, but I think it was worth it. So, 
Um, okay, so we need to go find out what you need to pay here. Yeah, so we second. just need a room and food and like eight hours of sleep, and then we're going to go straight back down to the uh, the Daltons. Okay, one sec. Uh, where are you? Broken Ed, there you are. Da-da. Okay, so you want the bunk room, bed in the bunk room, like the cheapest, or do you want like a private room? Uh, I, I think I'm just going to do bunk room. Well, I mean, the private room for one room. or for four? What? The, what, do you, what do you say? There's four of us. Can we yeah. get a room that'll hold four people? I yeah, you, you can get, there's like one private room. So, yeah, you let's do just, that. Okay. Yeah, it's safer. Okay, so that's uh, that's three gold per day. All right. So, for so each? That's great. No, just the room itself is three gold. Oh, that's three perfect. gold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. I'll um, mark off three gold. We'll pay uh, for the room. Yeah, and the, there's only one thing that I think logistic would le- logistically would be good to do since it's morning. Um, and I think this is what we want to do, guys. Um, uh, Avaricios would ask um, if uh, they could please send word, if they have anybody, any way to send word down to Gosterwick mm-hmm. to have uh, Trusty come up because we're going to start doing um, uh, some spell book kind of stuff, I think, next. And so we wanted her to come back since she was going to be uh, okay, so involved in that. The inn doesn't have anyone that they are willing to send because it's dangerous. Um, okay. But, um, but maybe but, the cohort? Yes, the cohort will do it for you. Yeah. Okay. In the case, you will make sure that the word gets to trusty. Okay. Yeah. Simple okay. enough. So by the time I mean, she could get up there, we'll be waking up. So I think it would work. Uh, yeah. And, so uh, food, John? We, we try to get charged for food here, too, right? It's not included with the room? Uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, if you want to eat, it's uh, two silver for a simple meal, two gold for a rich meal. For oh, each that's true. Oh, meal. Uh, Rich Bill, come on, yeah, what two, you're doing here. Two silver per person, so. Lysion would be insulted if we don't. Don't forget you're also do responsible for all of those um, those costs for your um, retainers, so you would have to pay for both Nyal and Samantha as well. Oh, Nyal and Samantha's for this too, I forgot. Yeah. And Yost came with us too, right? Uh, and Yost. And Yost, Yost. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So you want to do Rich Meals there, Av? Absolutely. What do you, I mean, what anything that, less uh, would not be worthy of uh, what, what we have accomplished. Come on. Okay, so the um, the wine dark cohort are moving at sixty. It takes them um, eight hours total to get from the inn all the way to Gosterwick, which is exactly the amount of time that you need to rest in order for to get a good rest. And forever, it is the minimum time that Avaricios needs to actually get his spells. Um, so that's what it takes to get there. Then they have to find Trusty send her back up. She'll take another like eight or six to eight hours to get back up. Right. Oh, so uh, so our, our, the next day we're going to go down and do goblin stuff. So why don't we arrange to meet her at the, the broken head uh, when she gets back up? I, I think the timing might work out. Wait, like that. okay. If it's six in the morning and we need eight hours of sleep, mm-hmm. right? So 10 o'clock noon, what is Two, two, three in the afternoon after we've eaten, da, 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 da. So we could be heading, we could be back down at the Daltons by five o'clock this evening. Yeah. And do what we need to do. So yeah. the question then, is whether we arrange to meet her in the morning of the next day and we go back up and get her. Yeah, that's fine. That just gives her plenty wait. of time. Yeah. Okay. So we just have to plan to go back up and get her 
tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah. So okay. you so you bed down um, at six o'clock in the morning and you fall into you basically fall unconscious. That's how how fatigued you are. Like you just the moment your head hits the pillow, you are out. Um, uh, uh, Yost sings a little lullaby before he nods Aww. off, um, and you and you just pass out. And before you know it, you you just wake up um, after eight hours, and it's two o'clock. Bustling activity going on at the inn. Uh, Kronos and Estelle, like as you kind of tumble back down, or you know. As a, well, good to see you, sleepy heads. It's about time. <laughs> um, and uh, I said, I saw, I heard a little bit of a hus- uh, bustle going on whenever you arrived in the wee hours of the morning and you saw your little private army off. Uh, looks like you've had a run of it down there. Well, not just us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, uh, yeah, there was a little bit of, uh, well, you know, we arranged something of a change of management, uh, uh, down in the main entrance there to, uh, to is, uh, the halls of art. He kind of crosses his arms over his big belly and he's like, is that so? Well, what news from the halls then? Uh, well, I, I kind of, uh, you know, slap Yos's, uh, uh, sho- uh, broad shoulders. Yep. And I say, yeah, well, you know, we uh, we worked out a little business with um, uh, some good friends of ours. You know, the uh, the uh, darlings, Dalton's darlings. And um, of course I do. Uh, good to see you, Yost. Uh, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we kind of helped them arrange for a, um, a you know, relatively painless uh, uh, shift in management from uh, uh, Plumthorn, uh, who's, you know, he's not... Um, uh, doing business down there anymore, really. He uh, decided to move on to better uh, uh, opportunities. And, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Dalton's darlings are now going to be uh, uh, running things down there. Really? Estelle, you hear this? The Plumthorns are out, the darlings are in. You see Estelle sort of looks at him a little bit. She doesn't say anything, and she she eyes up um, uh, Yost a little bit. And she just sort of nods. You know, and she kind of disappears back into the kitchen without kind of without saying a word, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, behind the throne there, indeed. Yost, you are uh, you're talking in the in Dalton's voice. Then, what's Dalton have to say about this? It's like I he's just like I'm not allowed to say anything. I'm really sorry, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I can so- confirm they're down there and they're in charge now. They are, they've got everything worked out. The fences are up. Yes, Dalton's going to be working things out. He just wanted Yost to come up and, you know, to give the news himself. And yes, you know, we're, you know, we're all good friends down there right now. So, you know, just uh, just wanted to let you know, I'm sure he's probably going to be interested in continuing, you know, some kind of relationship. But, you know, that's for him to say. So I uh, don't really know how to put this delicately, but uh, did you happen to find any workings going on in those chambers? Oh, Yeah. Are you talking about the mortality operation, correct? Whoa, whoa, I don't know. <laughs> mortality, what does that mean? <laughs> Not really sure what, you, what you're talking about there, but <laughs> just wanted well, to... Well, unfortunately, Blondveg had a bit of an accident in the transition of power uh, and is no longer going to be uh, 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 in position to brew any more potion. However, um, 
Helioglobulus Heliogabulus <laughs> is uh, is very interested in that operation and uh, may uh, actually uh, uh, invest some time in that. Really? Okay. So the uh, the equipment then is all in good shape. Nothing broken. Oh no, there was some breakage involved. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Well, I don't know what the darlings will have to trade with us for uh, the needed goods that they'll have to have in order to set up shop, but I'm sure we'll figure something out. Well, good on you for, uh, I suppose, for getting rid of the plum thorns, although they were good for the economy. But uh, good on you. They were bad at business. And if there's one thing, and I kind of glare at him and lean over the bar a little bit, if there's one thing a dwarf can't stand, it's a bad businessman. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Can't argue with that. You do have a keen mind for the business. <laughs> he kind of like steps away a little bit. Um, well, um, I, if I'm counting on my fingers right, I'm counting that there ain't that many darlings left down there. And I always remember Roz Kelly and some of those halflings complaining about that goblin problem. And if there's one thing to say about goblins, it's that you they're... Say it. Well, the word is <laughs> second. That's what goblins are. Oh, you wound Ooh. me to the quick, sir. <laughs> Feckin'. Yes. I mean, Mike doesn't actually well. know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah, all of mean, our characters go, mm, yeah. rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> well, I think what he's saying is that we like to. <clears throat> yeah, do. You're no. like rabbits, Wait, is, is what you euphemism? are. Oh, you're yeah. like rabbits. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of them. And there's, well, there's strength in numbers when it comes to goblins, and there was no love lost between the two. So I'm just hoping, what? I'm hoping that the what? darlings have what it takes to to keep them away. What you've got, you see, is Mortis J. Gobliano, ambassador to the Goblin King. But you're a different and... breed of goblin, I can tell. You've got the imperial look about you. Those kinds it's that true. lurk in the dark underground's a different type of goblin, at least according to what the halflings had to say about him. They don't they don't eat other goblins, do they? Who knows? Everyone's heard stories. I've only Just got one side of it. Ones, yeah. The halflings had no, uh, no no love lost there. But I'm perfectly willing to admit that perhaps the hatred was uh, not warranted. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm curious what what kind of things have you heard about the uh, the goblins down there other than their propensity to make more goblins? Ah, they slavishly worship some sort of king they've got upon some sort of throne of debris or some sort. King Whiskin or Whiskey, I don't know what his name is. That's all I hear. They're down below where the halflings are. Hmm. Yep. yep. And there's a lot of them. Granted, once yep. again, I'm only hearing this from the halflings. You can confirm it. You let me know. And if they've got treasure down there, mm, we can trade for that. You tell the darlings that. That seems that seems reasonable. We'll be uh, we're looking into it forthwith. All right. I'm sure Plumthorne's relations with the goblins will prove useful to us. What kind of relations are we talking about here? Well, you know what goblins like to do. Uh, They're feckin' after all. (laughs) He says it so pejoratively, though. That's what really rankles, you know? (laughs) I mean, I prefer to think of it as we like to party, you know? Yeah. Feckin' is a very, it's a very neutrally connotative word, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Yeah, until the way he said it. (laughs) 
How can so, I put this? It's fecund, you know. <laughs> all right. So everyone healed. Everyone, everyone slept, and we all rested. And yep. and uh, should we negotiate yeah. to get like a, a donkey full of supplies sent back down to uh, the darlings? Can we, we do need to bring some food down for him, right? Oh, that would be nice. So, I think, you know, that is a very generous thought of, that you had. Yeah, I think that's lovely. So first, Avaricios, what uh, during your morning ablutions, what prayers, what what spells do you pray for? Okay, today Ooh. I'm preparing uh, light, cure light wounds, silence, and hold person. Wow, uh, hold person, so um, good. Four dude, spells, my, my look my at them go. Oh, so <laughs> good. Very nice. You're not going to prepare tensor's uh, um, sacred fecundity or something like that. If any of you guys were down hit points, you get one back. Okay. Uh, so I don't think we were though, right? Because we didn't actually take any damage in that fight. No, and okay. That's fine. Lately. And I believe I healed Yost all the way back up before, so yep. I think he's all good. Uh, uh, so once again, they, so usually like the halflings would come up and they would um, uh, they would uh, trade for um, supplies and bring them back themselves. So they are not willing to basically send any of their own men down there, and so you would have to take it back. But if you want to, if you want to take a. Uh, you know, so a wagon won't go up the won't go up the pyramid steps. It's just a donkey, yeah. Yeah, no, we, we brought down a donkey of supplies last time. So we don't have to detail it all out, but do you want to just bring him like food and basic like living yeah. supplies, yeah. that sort of thing, like bedrolls, yep. torches, mm-hmm. lanterns, yep. that, that sort of stuff? Okay, so I'm just gonna I'll whip off a number off the top of my head with um, the the mule is obviously going to go back to Kronos, right? You're not buying the mule, right? No, we'll just have that. One of the darlings can right. take it back up. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. So I'll say, let's say 30 gold. Does that sound reasonable? Yeah. That's actually way yeah, okay. better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I think that'll be that'll be like a week's worth of supplies, we'll call it. Okay. Okay? Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, great. And you had some breakfast in the morning. Um, Yost is in a great mood in the morning, by the way. Like he's bright eyed and he's he's like uh, as he's chowing down his food, you can't he can't help but tell you like how excited he is that he's actually with you and not with the darlings. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, this is this is the way it is every single morning with us. It's exactly like, like this. I have to tell you, I just want all I want is to journey and be go down strange corridors with you and see secret things and face danger. I don't know if I could stand just being holed up in those chambers with a sarcophagi for the rest of my time. That is not adventure to me. That is not what I want in life. Well, you know, Yost, we've we've become very close with Dalton and his band, and while we certainly wouldn't want to deprive them of your skills. We are going to be going adventuring, and we are going to be um, revisiting some of the places that we have visited, and we are going to be exploring all the depths of Arden Vool together. How would you like to come with us? I would love this. I would love this very much. This is what is best in life. He, like, slams yeah, his cup there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like, yo, let's, let's go get some laser guns. Come on, man. Let's go get some laser guns. I am a club member now. I want my, I want I my member's only jacket. To kill the monkey, to see him driven before you, <laughs> to hear the wailing of the simians. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, okay, so Yost is uh, officially a retainer now. Um, he has to be someone's retainer. Uh, All right, uh, my charisma is patently bad, so I don't... I'll, I'll take him. I got a plus one charisma. Besides, you know. dude, between you and Yost, you're now like Master Blaster from Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. That's awesome. 
Okay. I'll be like the little rat in Ratatouille, you know, pulling his hair and driving him around. It'll be great. That's awesome. Okay. Right, cool. Mort, you have Yost. Um, Avaricios um, has Njal. Uh, uh, Njal, yeah. Um, who I keep forgetting to... Njal's a cool character, too. Um, and uh, and Onweer has Sam. So you've got three retainers. Just be aware that they... Um, so... Uh, Yost is a little bit of a tricky one because he was like a full-on adventurer, but he's going to act like a retainer. Um, I don't know how to really work that. We we'll have to kind of figure something out as far as like rate of pay and um, share. Like he definitely is going to want his, his fair share of treasure, right? Huh? Or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever comes in. I'm going to say yeah. like I don't think you have to pay him a wage. I just don't buy it. I just don't think it's a thing. But but because yeah, he's he going to take his share. Yeah, but he is like a full on adventurer, so I think that he would demand like an equal share of treasure, not a half share. Okay. Okay. Um, and. Uh, he would pay for yeah. his. Uh, you would not be responsible for his supplies and upkeeping his weapons and armor. He'll do all that himself. Uh, uh, but uh, I do want him to still have like a loyalty score that is based upon Mort's charisma, um, and you will count against your retainer maximum Mort as well. Although that rarely comes up, um, uh, and then he will uh, also take a half share of um, XP as well, assuming that he participates, which he will. Okay. Okay. Does that sound fair? I think that's and, fair. And just so I know, because I've never seen his character sheet, what is he? Is he a first level barbarian? He's a fighter. Yeah. He is a, a second a fighter. level fighter. He's a straight fighter. Why doesn't he wear armor then? Because he, d- he because just does. Because he's Yost. Because he's Yost. That's what he does. It, it it chafes. I don't know about this min maxing that you're so uptight about there, dwarf. <laughs> I need to feel free. The nipples need to feel the breeze. <laughs> All right. All his, his talk about nipples explains his nine charisma. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he has a low AC, no but he's got a gigantic strength. Um, and yeah. um, he can he can hit hard, but he, he just flat out refuses to wear armor. I need to be free. Oh, you know what? We should talk about this more, but he might be a good candidate for that second ring because we can give him an armor, like we can cast the shield spell on him if he's wearing that. Yeah, spell. if you have Which magical is- protection, I don't mind that if I have those braces, but it's all about the look, you know. I have to show the pecs. <laughs> I, I, I feel you, man. Right. I feel you. And it's you're the, rocking it. It's the you're gun show it. at all times. I, I'm 100% cool with him getting that ring, and... um and uh i think that's a great idea matt because yeah like i think mage armor like is it shield it's shield right yeah it like lasts a couple of turns and bumps his ac i think up to 15. yeah so uh, yeah because it's only an 11 right now and what he's got is, 18 um, hit points mm-hmm. 18 strength and a two-handed sword plus a backpack um no not actually a backpack he just has a bedroll Okay. Yeah, so and shield uh, bumps your AC to 17 against missiles, 15 against um, other attacks. Yeah. All right. So and what do you have to, what's the instigator have to do to give him a shield spell? I think we take a minus, um, minus two to our AC. All right. Yeah. Which is offset somewhat by the ring being a ring of protection plus one, right? So Yeah, and if, if he's up front and I'm in the back, that yeah. would just be an easy thing to do. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I say so do that. You're taking more stuff away from Mort now? Man, this is getting... <sighs> <laughs> good thing Mort uh, likes uh, Yost so much. It's, it's a good you... thing that you have two of the artifacts from Laurel's room. What? No, I only have one. He's only got one, though. Oh, I've got, got the bag. I've got the bag, yeah. I know. Right. Oh, 
Okay. All right. So we're gonna give we're gonna give Yost one of the rings. Is that the story? Yes. Okay. Let's give it. So his AC would go up to twelve, and all of his saving throws get a bonus too. Oh my God. Okay. No, we can <laughs> we can talk about it later if you if you're still weepy. <laughs> okay. All right, let's go. Let's back, go. Let's do it. Back down you go. Okay. So what is it? This is daytime. It is in the Western Districts. Okay. Don't mind me. Just, you know, roll some dice. No, no, no. It's good. You you have a fun time. But we're having a lovely time on our way down. A lovely time. Okay. Uh, So let me just... Back you go. You got Samantha. You got Njal. Oakheart. Still tied to Avaricios like Chewbacca and Han Solo. Njal, you you did a really good job down there, man. You did really good. Well, you know, I kind of tend to fade in the background when I'm doing my work. <laughs> um, as long as you fade into the foreground when there are people to stab, I'm I'm ready for. That. Oh, don't you worry. I've got uh, I've got my uh, my my new bloody axe here. Can't remember the name of it. Has anyone got that written down? Uh, yes, <laughs> I do. That is the Ruiner of Appetites. Ah, yes, that's what that's what it is. Plus um, one blood of last victim cannot be washed off. Indeed. As you can see here, I got some nice half of the blood just dripping off this puppy. That's a reminder of our victory. Well done. Uh, okay. And you head back with the supplies um, back over. Uh, and it's like 2 p.m. Takes you, um, what did I say, for traveling to the end? Three turns moving at 90. Although with a mule, I'm going to reduce that down to 60. So you're going to be, it's going to take five turns. So we'll round it up to an hour to get to the pyramid. So you're going to get there at three, hike up, um, and then go right back down again, right? Is this is yep. this where you're going back down for sure? Yeah. The pyramid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go back down yeah. and we're going to, our plan today is to go uh, meet with the goblins. Okay. And then we'll go back up, yeah. get trusty, and then we'll look for Isocritus's entrance. Okay. All right. That's, so that's our current plan. Yeah. It'll all, right. all go to total shit in a minute here, but you know. <laughs> okay. Just let me uh, go to my uh, my page here. Okay. You raise the statue's uh, arms up again. The panel shifts, and you head back down with a much smaller party than the last time you went, um, but with a mule this time. Uh, Mule doesn't quite like it that much, but uh, but you force force her down with all the goods down in the darkness. And at this point, you do need to light a torch. Who's lighting a torch or a lantern? Uh, see, have, David's I've, got the lantern, so yeah, I've I've got uh, I've got three torches left. Okay, so I can uh, I can light one. Okay, tell you what, why don't I? Because uh, three torches pretty much occupies a slot. I've got two torches occupying a slot. Why don't I light one of those? Okay. And then, uh, well, I'll just have a slot sooner. You know what I mean? Okay. That's so true. I also have fifteen thousand slots. So keep that keep like that, that character sheet yeah. open because it takes a full six turns to get down the corridor. So one torch is automatically gone just from going all the way down. Right. Okay. Um, anyone wanna? We haven't done this in a while. Does anyone want a free graffiti reading? Reading, or you just want to skip? Yes. It? Oh yes, yes, oh, yes. Can we write our own? You, of course oh, you can. If you, if you got, if, oh, yeah. if you have the I'm means. Gonna, yeah. Well, uh, David has chalk. Can I just say that I have his chalk? 
Sure. You have a okay. whole, you have a whole, there was a whole episode named Plumthorn Rules based upon uh, the graffiti that <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I'd be willing to bet the sack of Laurel has a hammer and chisel in it. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me do, reach in there. Let's see. What? How, yeah. Do we want to chisel this in or we want to just uh, paint it? Yeah. Red paint is nice too. Whatever you want. It's in that oh, yeah, sack. Uh, uh, Gorant, what is your favorite color? Red. All right. <laughs> I reach into the I reach into the bag and pull out a little a little pint of red paint. Uh, yeah. Okay. I buy that. Right, and a little, okay. and yeah. a little paintbrush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's no paintbrush, I'll just use my fingers or the end of my beard. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, and be, because I, I have to say this now, because someone on Facebook said we don't do Monty Python references. I think you should conjugate out everything in Latin across all the walls <laughs> and the all the way down. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to help me with that. So, Latin is not my strong point. Well, uh, what graffiti do you put over? Are you writing over Plumthorn rules? What do you what do? You yeah, write? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a big X next to Plumthorn or, or uh, over Plumthorn and be like, AV Club wears Plumthorn's ass for a hat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's about as mature as the rest of the graffiti, really. Oh, <laughs> you, you claim it. All right, yeah. uh, roll me. Uh, someone roll me a d twenty. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then and then I also want to write. If you see Isidore, tell him I have his hat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, roll a d twenty. Yeah, roll a d twenty. Do it. Nine. Nine. Uh, okay. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, that was actually the Plumthorn rules. Uh, oh, I found it. I found I'm, it. Appropriate. Uh, roll again. Uh, all right. Somebody email Richard Barton and tell me he needs to change the uh, graffiti in his module. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Do you, what do you got? Roll. Oh, okay. Two. Two. Uh, okay. You, it's just a, actually, actually this one you just see like a simple name. Um, it actually says Anna the Archer. That's all. Anna Archer. Yeah, nothing too exciting, but just a, just someone's name right there. Yeah. Anna. Okay. So, anyways, uh, you make your way back down. At, at this point, it is now um, uh, what two? So it's about three p.m. Okay. No, three p.m. when we arrived at the pyramid. Uh. And by the time we get to the bottom, it'll be 4 p.m. Oh, 4 p.m. You're right. I'm sorry. To, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And at that point, you'd need to light that second torch when you're about to debouche. Right. Are there torches in the sack, Matt? Um, do I have any? Oh, in uh, let me let me just reach in and see if there is one. I reach in. Is there? Is that? Can I pull out the torch? Uh, you can pull out a torch. Yeah. Oh, I ha- I just happen to have one. If we need one, it's right why here. Just, why don't we just light that one? Okay. Uh, since you got it there in your hand. Yeah, and I'll keep this one in my pack here for emergencies. That is pr- a pretty sweet deal. Okay. Okay. So okay, we got one torch there. That's Anna's torch. Okay. Now, when are the darlings you, still alive? Yes. So when you um, when you debouche into the room at four p.m. in the afternoon, um, down into the uh, into the lit main chamber with the statue of Thoth dark in the middle. Uh, the first thing you notice with your senses is you see a body strewn outside the portcullis, a human body. Uh-oh. Um, you also hear excited 
goblin voices, uh -oh. high-pitched, high coming from the east, beyond the portcullis. You hear uh, excited arguing and uh, excited whispering, and you hear uh, excited laughing as well. All goblin in nature, all really rapid fire. Um, and in, in addition, very far off in the east, you can hear intermittent uh, human male screaming. Oh, they like, fucking... Ah, ah, ah. Oh, that's not good. Ted? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, well, so much for making oh, the goblins our next uh, minions. Totally went pear-shaped, man. Oh, no. <laughs> maybe this is... Maybe it's like a party. Maybe, you know, they're vicunding. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh my god. All right, John. Um, shields up. We put our shields, we get our weapons going. Let's yeah. go see whose body that is. Yeah. Hopefully it's helioglobulus. Okay, so when you move over uh to the body, you can see that it is a uh smaller uh female form hunched back with graying hair, um, and you see the skull symbol uh uh underneath. Uh and oh. there is a um a pool of blood under and uh, uh spreading out from bit under underneath her and there is multiple arrows that are stuck in her back it's a vet oh and she is Ouch. very dead all right oh. um i think we should proceed on to find out who's still alive and screaming um, like he yeah she's like, screaming ah, and you're just like um and hey, uh, yo. you you hear shouts like victory and we we claimed it it's ours it's ours speak speak wizard speak let's go oh, get him torture heliogobulus <laughs> let's go get him come on guys wait let's wait, go. wait 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 hey yost uh did yvette carry anything we should grab right now for this fight did yvette carry anything uh let's see what uh, like if yost yeah. says yeah you got to you got to get her nuclear missile then we should get that you know <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know, as a as a fellow cleric, I would uh, know like if she has any like scrolls or. Uh, right, right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it appears that uh, actually probably uh, probably sprawled out like near her hand is actually a really nice looking magical flail. Ooh, right, another um, two handed weapon. Yeah, two handed like and it has like the, <laughs> it has like the long barred Damn flail. It. Right, it's not like it's not like a fantasy spiked ball one you know what i mean it's like a, an actual thresher flail sort of thing and um uh yeah that's what all she's right saying. why uh, is every uh, magical weapon we find a two-handed weapon except for the fucking every, every magical weapon we find is two-handed every scroll we find is for a wizard. wizard you know what you could do is actually use a two-handed weapon i'm not giving up my shield Are you that's, kidding me? that's your choice that's, that's really insensitive john since you took yeah, away my I, would, I, would, I would love to john i would love to super mean but you are not the only member of the party man there's this other is, people who can use two-handed weapons all right let's go introduce them to our one-handed weapons come on <laughs> um uh yeah all right all right um, i would go i go down the hallway point, we could just say oops and go back upstairs no that that will actually make it worse because then these goblins are going to run this area we might as well never come down these stairs again we okay, should at least go try and scout it out and so see how bad it is looking east they you can see one thorn, you can see flickering torches and um you can actually see like uh you know how like the 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 hallway actually goes down 40 feet before it hits that intersection that's where like where the mm -hmm. battle was sort of fought yeah. um you can see like 
goblins just like crisscrossing all around, like meeting up in the intersection, like giving each other high fives. And they, they're, <laughs> they're, uh, they've got bows and they've got spears and they've got daggers and stuff like that. And, um, you can smell, uh, the, uh, uh, the smell of burned, um, of like scorched stone, like coming from the hallways as well. Um, and you can see like a couple of goblins actually pass through the thing and they're actually dragging like a goblin body. Um, like, like down the corner um yeah and you can hear the screaming continuing i'm like let me go let me go and you could definitely tell telia gabalus like shouting like the loudest he's ever spoken right and they're like dance wizard dance dance (laughs) now it's all ours it's for the king it's for the king now as you guys are standing there out in the uh on the other side of the park cullis like they're crisscrossing across and they actually like turned and you see a couple of like oh Hello, hello, bottleneck, bottleneck. I will, I will step up. I'll go up. I've got, you know, hand shield up and my hand on the pin. Um, and uh, hail and well met, goblins of the deep tunnels. So, like, a I huge... see that you. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's fine. Go ahead, say something. Huge... Well, I was, I was gonna say, I see that you have acted. Uh, in uh, a more rapid manner than we had previously discussed. <laughs> uh, bottleneck uh, comes like sauntering forward. He's like, c- comes up oh. with like a big pack of them. Like there's a whole bunch of them. They're all got their spears like on their shoulders. And they're like looking like, you know, some of them are bloody, but they're looking pretty good. And he's, right. um, he's like, uh, and he, he kind of comes up. He's like, uh, hello, hello, Mort, Mort from up above. Yes, uh, we are. Uh, it's good to see you again. Uh, thank you so much for handing us such a juicy little morsel to take care of. It's ours now. We've claimed it in the name of the king. You will be so happy. You have done us a great service. Thank you. Thank you, Mort. Uh, yes, yes, of course. I, uh, I'll kind of look around. I'll say, I assume you've uh, already taken possession of the uh, unfortunate Plumthorn. Ah, yes, yes, we have. He's gone down to the wet caves. He's going to talk to Killick. And then from Killick, he will go down to the king. It's quite a lovely prize. Not your prize anymore, though. It's ours. Yes, oh. yes. I, I, I must say, Bottleneck, I, I do feel, I do feel mm. that, that I thought we had an arrangement. Well, here in the halls of Ardenvaux, you have to make your own fate. We took advantage. It's ours now. It was always ours. We're just reclaiming it. The rest is what yours. The, the rest is yours. What do you need it for? It's just empty rooms. Ah, this is a foothold, a foothold for the king. We shall spread throughout the precincts of Thoth and take it over. It'll be ours, and our kingdom will grow. And soon, soon the troll Thane will have to recognize our power. Um, and they will no longer be the, the strongest faction. Mm, yes, indeed. Um, Killick will be very happy in the king. The king will reward Bottleneck. Oh, yes. But... Yes, Killick, we told we told him once he knew that we had Blumthorn, he wants to speak with you. You come with us, we'll talk to Killick, yes. Mm. John, why are you putting my old character in here? This is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Bottleneck, that's a marvelous, marvelous arrangement you set up there. Uh, I'm, and I'm grateful for the invitation. I don't, uh, I don't see that it's really... You already have Blumthorn. That was all I wanted to uh, to offer up. You've got him already. I don't. Ah, okay. Well, if you don't, if you feel you have nothing to talk to the king about, then go upon your merry way. Uh, uh, I have some questions. 
<laughs> would you uh, would you consider hearing words of my uh, associate here, Mr. Gorand the Dwarf? If you if you allow him to speak, of course. Uh, you may speak, Gorand. You may speak. <laughs> so I, I look at I look at board. I go, thank you, Master. I appreciate that. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Uh, number one, uh, we hear the screaming of a human back there. He was useful mm -hmm. in our endeavors to take this away from Plumthorn. And we are wondering if we can trade to get him back. What do you have off to offer in trade? I mean, he is just a simple human, um, but he is very knowledgeable about some areas that we are also interested in. Back in the human town, he would be of great use. Uh, is there gold that we can offer you to get him? What about this nice mule full of supplies? Mule full of supplies. Food from the human lands, water, oil, torches. Socks. Socks. Um, it's... They, they kind of they look at the mule. They're like, mm, yeah, they they like that. They like that. They they, they like that very much. Um, they say, mm, come 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 in, come in, come in. Oh, oh please. Um, I get very. I, I have some bad memories of our fight in there, and I don't wish to go into those tunnels again. I'm sure you could understand, right? It was very hard <laughs> to dig out those halflings. Also, what about the other humans? That, the other that were here, are they still alive? Any of them? Ah. Uh, all of, all of them? Uh, yeah. I, well, I described Dalton, and I would say that is, is uh, he yeah. still here? Mm, yeah, he was the talkative one. We shut him up. He's you no longer... He's still there. Yes. Yeah, we would love to see him, actually. Uh, come in, come in, come in. No, no, I will, I will go. I will go. Okay. I am among here. my cousins here. Um, may I have the, the, uh, the right of safe passage here, Bottleneck? Of course. You don't, on your word? You don't need to ask. You are in charge here. You are a goblin. Your party has done a wonderful service for us. We do not forget. The king will not forget. We have sent word. Word down those, to Killicool will send word to the humans, king. Those other humans were part of our party. Mm, they may have helped, but they claim what was not rightfully theirs. It's ours now. Oh. Might makes right in the halls of Ardenvul. No, no, true, no, it's true. No yeah, lie. All right. And um, actually, she believed that, so this guy gets <laughs> down with the dead body. If, if uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go in, guys. It's fine. Okay, so you, you head down the hallways, um, and you can see... We'll compliment that, the goblins on their, their strength, their might, their fearsome spears. You know, oh, yeah. you've done very well here. I'll, you know, so, butter them up as you go. Yeah, and when you get into the intersection, Mort, um, you can see that in every direction there are goblins everywhere you would estimate that there's probably around 30 at least and they're just like piled up against the walls they're basically like like crawling over each other like you know what i mean like they're just everywhere they're like insects they're just like just like rummaging it through everything um obviously like in a super good mood you can hear off to the east in plumthorne's chambers that's where the screaming of heliogallus is coming from um you see bottleneck go in that direction he points up and he tells a couple of goblins to escort you to the to blondveg's old chambers all right. And in I there, there. Um, the, it looks like either the goblins or the darlings before the goblins attacked had cleaned up the glass and Blodvig's corpus and all that sort of stuff, right? Um, the, uh, but leaning up in a sitting position, slumped against the back of one of the sarcophagi, is Dalton's form. Um, and he has his hands wrapped around a spear shaft that is impaling him uh, through the chest. 
uh, one of many spears. And you can see that uh, there are a number of goblins that are actually starting to pull away goblin bodies that have been cut down right in front of him as well. Um, and every once uh, in a while, like one of the goblins okay. actually spits on the corpse of Dalton. And his head, his head is All just right. sort of like resting on his chest. Yeah. I'll uh, uh, check for a pulse. Uh, the goblins just laugh when you like bend down. <laughs> You'll find nothing. Humans, You'll find nothing. These humans are surprisingly tough. You have to double check. <laughs> Wasn't tough enough. We lost oh, some of our. You guys. He lost some of. We lost some of our best, but in the end, there's too many of us. Always remember, there's always more where we came from. <laughs> this uh, whole time i have that scene from gremlins when they're all in the oh, movie theater oh yeah oh. it's totally like that yeah yeah oh, um, on in, in the southern chamber uh mort uh where they uh, where all the uh, bedrolls were there is a cot and you can see that it looks like um helga uh the the giant whiskin thief um she looked like she had bedded down there for the night and uh, she is actually looks like she's sleeping peacefully, but you can see that she has a long slit throat. Oh, she got on weird. Mm. Yeah, where, where's on weird, guys? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Wait, just gone. However, yeah, and, and then they, they last like they're like, and then the plaything, and they take you into Plum Thor's yeah, chamber. Okay, let's go see Heliogobulus. Let's let's go see him. <laughs> so they, you, there is um, that that debris barrier that has been formed uh, in order to prevent things from the chasm from just like ambushing people, right? Um, but yeah. in the darkness uh, beyond, you can see that there are a number of goblins, probably about six of them, that are sort of draped over the edge of the of the uh, debris, and they're um, they're laughing hysterically as you can see them, their bodies sort of moving as they've got like three on each leg of one of the Gabus, and they're just sort of like, whoa, there you go, whoa. <laughs> you know, and you don't, you can't see Heliogabalus, but you can hear him right. screaming, like, let me go, right. bring me back up, please, please. Oh, I say, I say, uh, Bottleneck, would you mind bringing him up for a moment? I'd just like to say hi to him. Uh, and so they, they, he raises a finger and they, um, and they drag, drag his form up a little bit and he's like, <gasps> save me, tell them, tell, tell them, Mort, tell them. Well, this uh, calm yourself, sir. Calm yourself. Behave with dignity, please. Uh, 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 what is what is this worthless thing worth to you? He's worth he's nothing to me. He's a plaything. And fact, we have him back. We'll trade the supplies on the mule for him. Yeah, we got a whole mule full, mule full of food supplies. and stuff in there. We don't like this. Thing. All of these, and he points to like a bunch of like scorched bodies around. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. He's the only one that was able to really fight back. And fight back he did, but we were going to make him suffer. Mm. Now, now, now. Come now, Bottleneck. Of course he fought back. Wouldn't you? You shouldn't hold it against him. You came in in the night to take your lands. I understand. Fine. But he was just defending himself. You should have seen how many halflings he killed. Oh, he was mighty in battle with the Plumthorns people. So he kind of like bottlenecks looks and he's kind of got like a wily look on his face. And he's he's like, mm, you want to give us the, what's on the mule or the food? Yeah. Yes. How about we just take that anyways? And you see like the goblins sort of like 
get a little bit more like threatening, like they sort of bunch up and you're looking around like there's a whole bunch of them. Are you suggesting, Bottleneck, that if I were to press any further on the acquisition of Heliogobulus here, it might damage our relationship? <laughs> in, in so many words, yes. Big words. <laughs> then we like you. I we like you. We question. want to take you down to Killick. See the bo- big I boss. W- I, w- I withdraw the question then, Bottleneck. Heliogobulus is yours. Our relationship is far too important to jeopardize, don't you think? I, I, I completely, completely agree. And he kind of, he kind of saunters back over to Heliogabalus and he kind of looks over at you. Right. And he just, he watches you really carefully and like a, a big, like toothy smile sort of spreads across his face. And, uh, he just, um, he takes Helia, he takes Heliogabalus, tells his men to like, uh, release him. And then he just sort of pushes them without looking over the edge. And Heliogabalus like screams all the way down. I'll, uh, I'll look over and, and see, uh, you know, as he goes down to see how far I can see. He yeah. probably disappears in the darkness. You're really going to get that he, close yeah. to the edge of the chasm with he, all the goblins there? <laughs> like he insane. does. He does. And, and after a, a seemingly endless amount of time, the scream ends suddenly. Oh, well, bottleneck. I got to say, you, you play, you play hard. You fight hard, you play hard. You guys, you are really something. <laughs> they're all like, yay! And they, they clap you <laughs> on the back, and they're like, best buddies! <laughs> it's a wise choice. Right. Wise choice. A wise choice. Well. Uh, now come. You can keep your food. Your... You can keep your food. It was rude. It was rude. We apologize. If I could take it back, I would. <laughs> oh. I would like to see that. I understand. I understand. You, uh, you're a leader. You have to, you have to play play a tough tough game, don't you, bottleneck? Soon, soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you tell well, your men, uh, come with us. We go down to kill it. Yes. Not now. Maybe later. Whatever you I like. Think, I, I think we'll come back and visit you later. Um, we uh, we were not expecting uh, to be doing this right now. I hope you understand. Uh, things have changed more rapidly than I had imagined they would. Uh, I, think, I think we are, uh, we have, we have some other unfinished business we need to take care of before we're ready to do uh, any uh, further negotiations. Um, but would you please convey to your King by proper channels, of course, uh, my, uh, my, the great honor that he has done in inviting me. And I, uh, I bid him uh, many, uh, thanks for um, his kind his kind offer and uh, great honor to him. This is excellent. This is very good words, very polite words, very respectful words. We will pass these on to the king. You take your time, but not too much time. The king, the king, you see, he has very short-term memory. He will soon forget that he favors you and will not remember you. So you do I what see. you need, but I don't see. take too long. Don't worry. We will be here. And they're all, yes. they're all like clapping you on the back. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. You, uh, you hear from down the hall, ask about Gerolad. Tell him to ask how the king feels about the guy Gerolad. <laughs> I, I, was, I was just getting to that. I was just getting to that. Uh, <laughs> bottleneck, question for you. You goblins, you, you guys, I can see that you are, your eyes and ears go everywhere in Ardenville, don't they? You see everything. We had every cord, every nook and cranny. 
Every nook and cranny. We are a second. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing I know what that word means, Bob. Uh, I will never forget that word now forever. (laughs) Um, Do you know who Garilad is? Garilad, Garilad, Garilad. Don't know the name. No. He's somewhere. He's actually above us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's above us. Uh, somewhere above us and in charge of many great fearsome monkeys, white, great oh, white beasts. We know the monkeys, the monkeys, yes. Mm, they're almost as second as we. They are everywhere. They're up on the top, oh. we hear. And they they pervade they many of the tunnels that are in the natural tunnels that poke out above the ground. Indeed. Yes. The natural tunnels. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, so there's a fellow up on one level above us, I think, who... Um, well, I'll tell you, you should be careful of him should you encounter him. He's even worse than Plumthorn. And those, he, he controls the monkeys uh, very well. They're very powerful up there. And he hates half, or he hates uh, goblins. And he does. He hates goblins. Uh, my master Squeegee was laying low there in his, in his, in his chamber by one of his, his great baboons, so, who I hate with the fighting spirit of a thousand sons. I hate them that much, each and every one of them, individually and collectively. And, uh, <laughs> Frames on the side of my face. <laughs> um, so uh, he he looks at you and he's like he he nods like he he appreciates that. He grabs you by both shoulders, right? And he uh, he kind of yes. puts his forehead against yours and he like looks you yes. right in the eye and he's like, yes. "Thank you for this warning. This is very Beware. very noble deed. Very noble deed. We will keep an eye out." The monkeys, the monkeys are dangerous. They eat us, poor goblins. They eat us. They will. And if there is some force that drives them, mm, we will be on the lookout. Ah, and with that, Mort is gone. (laughs) (laughs) Where where have you gone? He's like, where is Mort? Let's go eat the dwarf. (laughs) (laughs) We will take a quick moment to to see if Ted has disappeared into the ether, and we will be right back. Okay, we're back. Uh, we have a little bit bad news about Ted. Uh, his neighborhood had a power outage, uh, which is weird. But uh, we we lost Ted. We cannot we cannot get him back for the rest of the session. So unfortunately, it is just Gordon Avaricios. But they do We've have got this. you've got the uh, the uh, the retainers as well. So you still have yeah. y'all and Samantha and Yost um, um, uh, Yost of course. Yeah. Right. You know, luckily Ted wasn't in the middle of anything important. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, so, but Mort had just ended with it with a moment to you know a, a head-to-head mm. moment with uh, with bottleneck about um, uh, uh, you know what, what what did Ted say? Uh, he was warning them, right? Um, he warned them about Garilad, but really, I right. think that was more in time, inclined to get them to go fight Garilad. But yeah. he is texting right now, and he's saying that we should warn the goblins about the spiders and. I'm not, I don't think we should do that. Let the let the goblins find out about the spiders all on their own. Okay. <laughs> They've got to know about that anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so Mort winks out of existence, um, and uh, Gordon, <laughs> Gordon and Avaricius are like, well, I guess we're moving on. Um, hey, it's the, or- the original two, man, the original two. It's yeah. all- That's right. OG, baby, OG. Yeah, OG since session one, yeah. <laughs> So, but but Mort did make the um make the comment too. They actually it's okay because Mort was saying um they weren't going to go down and meet Killick. They were going to take some time, right? So uh so mm-hmm. uh if you hold to to 
Mort's request, then uh, what yeah. do you guys what do you guys do? Oh, dude, we're going to we're going to delta the fuck out of here and go back up oh. the stairs. Let's let's stop over and get our feathers because if, yes. if we, right yes. if we if we go down back again. Here again we're never coming back here again. <laughs> so one thing that um, so do you I I assume you do leave the mules goods here despite or or no no uh, we'll just we're gonna take it back uptown and we're gonna throw it all in our bag of holding and those are our goods now I'm not giving these goblins shit. Okay, so they uh, they will take issue with it. Like, they're just a... Oh. Yeah. So I, I literally thought you just told them to Ted, though. It's like, no, sorry, we didn't mean to take try and take your goblin, your goods. You know, like, that was rude of us. Didn't they just say that? Yeah. Yeah, but they're... they're, they're they're just they're sort of being shitheads you know what i mean yeah you know let's 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 build some goodwill we got it we got it down here let's build goodwill hey we cleared it out for them we gave them some food but not the donkey because i don't want to buy them a new donkey yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah so it's like it's a little you know you have your feelings the way you have your feelings about these guys but it's it's fairly obvious that that the same arrangement is not it's not like like oh you just defeated the halflings in order for the goblins to take over and now it's just more of the same right first of all mm-hmm. when you when you guys back out the goblins don't press you for for um any sort of payment or fee or demand anything from you um they they do just use strength and numbers to sort of like intimidate you into giving the giving you the food giving them the food right but they're like busy, like celebrating and and uh, looting bodies and stuff like that, and setting up defenses and all that sort of stuff. So you don't really know what the future has in store for the De- the Debouchement area with the goblins in control. Um, however, it is very obvious to you that they are um, where the halflings. You know, you very rarely saw more than like three at a time until like the um, until the big battle. These goblins are fucking everywhere, right? There's a lot of them, um, and unless you brought a another army down they would just simply overrun you like you 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 know what i mean like unless you had some sort of really badass like area of effect weapon or something like that you would be meat mm-hmm. for you would be meat for the ravening beast that is a goblin horde right um just just keep it in mind like they are they're squad, they're, squad goals john squad goals yeah no doubt a lot like, of fireballs baby <laughs> i'm just telegraphing that the fact that like yeah a sink like bottleneck is not going to be a threat but um, uh, if you mm-hmm. front with them and they decided to mobilize, which, which is the, where their strength is, they will um, they will eat you alive. Right. OK. Yeah. Uh, you know, what? I, I have an idea when we go to uh, get the feathers, something maybe we could do in that hallway. Let's let's take a look. But yeah, yeah let's let's go out and hit the feathers on the way there. OK, okay. cool. So, yeah, they just, they just ignore you as they sort of like kind of co- come out in waves and sort of like grab all of the stuff like uh, like feral animals and just sort of like and they, come, they, they take them all back into the corridors. And you guys um, go to the northwest, I, I assume, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK, cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say that the um, I'm going to say that the negotiations with Mort and Bottleneck probably took two turns. Um, okay. we have Av's torch going right now. So you got four more turns on that. And let's see, here we got zooming in here to the, to the answer key that you guys are not allowed to see, but everyone else is you lucky oh, viewers man. compared to my poor, my poor players. Okay. Uh, and you're going to head up North. Okay. So. You've been here before, uh, pretty recently, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So you head through the northern door and you come into that T-shaped intersection there um, where there was, I believe it was a guard room. Let me just double check. Yeah, empty guard post. You found a couple, like a gem there a while ago. Um, this is where the skeletons were kind of chased into as well. Um, and as you head up to the north there, um, you're moving at 90, right? So by the around about the time you get to that intersection, another turn goes by. And uh, you know that to the west is that area where the temple is. So you head that direction. Right. Well, I think before we do, um, I think we should consider spiking this door right here. Because if we need to get back here, we could take the the Dalton entrance, right? Which is right. kind of like up through that zigzag hallway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we can spike these doors strategically, maybe we can keep the goblins out of this way so we can keep a clean path in if we need to come down and don't want to mess with them. Well, you're looking at spiking three doors, then. You're looking at spiking the one right to the east of us, right to the uh-huh. south of us, yeah. and then the one leading into the catacombs that says well, we, woo, woo moot, whatever that <laughs> What does that mean? Why do we have woo moot oh, in no, that no. part of the map? It was the... Uh, oh, it's four statues with the first names of like who the statues were. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. One of so them is Mott. Yeah, one of them is Thoth. Yeah. Yeah, we would need to spike those three entrances. And then, John, how sturdy are the doors? Because uh, the goblins do have numbers, right? They're, they they could conceivably, if they felt like it, knock yeah. them down. They're they're well made doors. They're typical Arcantian doors, uh, thick wood with iron bands. Like I'm thinking, if if they came up and the and the doors like not going anywhere, the I mean, there's a I mean, sure, maybe there's a chance, but there's a mm-hmm. chance they would just leave it alone too. Also, are we going to be able to? We're never going to be able to get the donkey up that spiral staircase, right? Up the spiral staircase, no. So the donkey is pretty much a lost cause at that point. So we we're better off just giving it to the goblins, where at least they'll put it out of its misery and eat it, yeah. rather than just leave it down here to like you know slowly die. Well, you can also just go yeah. back up the way you came up the pyramid steps. That's yeah. So you know what we should do, Matt, is let's get our feathers this time, uh-huh. go back up the regular entrance, come down through the Dalton entrance, and then spike the doors. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, anytime we go through that Dalton entrance, they're going to be um, in, in this metagame, but encounters because we like ran through stuff last time and they're like bugs right. and things. But um, I mean, I think maybe if we just do it, um, if uh, you know, we can we can do it now, like spike these doors now, get our feathers and then go down uh, this way through this through the south. Right. Right. And then and just then- go straight straight down that way and out this way. I mean, that's right. fine, but then you're not really keeping the halflings out of the area, right? Or the, the goblins. The I mean, goblins, it's, it's just a little bit, you know, maybe they don't want to go through the spooky places. You know, it's just it's just a little bit of something, right? It's yeah. easy enough. Sure. I mean, it only costs us like four spikes, right? Yeah. So, and I, I happen to, I probably happen to have some spikes right here. <laughs> yes, you do pull out some spikes out of Laryl Sack. Yeah, okay. that's yeah. just the. All right, do it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. All right, so we spike the door to the south, John, and then when we're on our way out of the feathers, assuming we're still alive, uh-huh. we'll come down to the catacomb area and then into the debouche room and then back up the staircase with the donkey. Okay, okay cool. All right, so you spike that door to the south. Probably want to make some sort of note on that uh, on that door. Yeah, let me see. Uh, yeah, let's, let's do that one to the east as well. So it's just like both of those ways are... 
are closed off. It's okay, but the north and the, the <laughs> but the north and the west are remaining um, exactly right. Yep, okay, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, so you're going to spike those doors. I'm going to say that that's a turn. Um, and then you're going to head west. Um, you move through that 10-foot corridor, and it opens up into this oval chamber. Four massive pillars um, that are holding up a domed roof. You can see that there is continual light coming from the corridor to the north. Um, the four pillars um, are uh, Osiris, uh, uh, who is wearing a tall conical hat. There is Northwest is uh, Wajet, who is snake-headed. She's a protector goddess. Uh, southwest is Ma'at, the wife of Thoth, bearing in her hands the feather with which all souls are judged. And to the southeast is good old Ibis-headed Thoth. Um, they are really massive. These are all bigger than the um, than even the large statues of Thoth in the Debouchement and in the crypts. They are 30 feet tall and incredibly imposing. Um, so like they're huge forms, like sort of just disappear up into the darkness, even beyond your torch, right? Um, and uh, the walls are uh, frescoes depicting the judgment of the death and the rule of Osiris in the afterlife. Um, you've been here before, but it's been a long time. So I'm just giving you a recap. So moving through uh, into the northern corridor, uh, which is an archway. Um, it is not blocked by a door, which is why you can see the light beyond. Um, you enter into the brightly lit chamber where there are three walls painted with brightly colored frescoes. Um, each one depicts uh, Ma'at with an ostrich feather in her hand, handing a feather to small to a small human worshiper. Um, uh, yeah, in the background there is Thoth the Recorder in uh, in the fresco form. Um, upper register of each wall shows worshippers beseeching Ma'at with outstretched hands, while the lower registers show demons, monsters, and crocodiles. All right. In the center, there's a dais that rises three feet above the floor, made of white marble. On top of that dais is a 10-foot by 5-foot onyx table, and suspended above that table is one white ostrich feather just hanging in midair. Okay. Let's, uh... We explain to the retainers what we think this room does and what it did last time. Just magical. Yeah. And we had them, and then they were stolen by Garalad. And we believe that they might offer some sort of magical protection or maybe a passage through some area that would be a Thoth-oriented area. Um, but we never really figured out what they did, but we figure it's better to have them than not have them. Yeah, and, it, yeah and it, it was it was safe last time. Um, it should be safe this time. I, I, I will go up. I volunteer to go first, and I will take... Uh, you'll see, I'll take the feather, it will be fine. You should do this too. And y'all was like, so Well, I, would, I, I ain't never seen nothing like that. You look at that, you just take it, and then another one just appears. He, um, and uh, he kind of he says, like, Well, from what I heard from back in the day, this is this Ma'at was the judge of the dead. And if that's the case, then uh, maybe it protects us from, from them. Is that the case? Is that what you've seen happen? We haven't, we didn't actually meet any undead after that, shortly after we got these feathers. We ended up down in Garalad's t part of the of the dungeon, and things just went pear shaped from there. Well, so, so what? So he kind of picks up the feather. They they all take the feather, right? Um, so look, what, what should we do with it? What do we do? I wear I'm it? Like tying my, I'm tying mine into my beard again. <laughs> it's like, eh. okay. Um, uh, then I'm I would going to like yeah, tuck mine into my armor. Yeah, maybe pin it to your cloak or to your armor. All right. So you're saying it should be visible is what we're we're doing. I shouldn't be tucking it into a pack or nothing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 
I will wear mine proudly. I also think you could only have one. Didn't we figure that out too, Matt? Am I misremembering that? Uh, you couldn't. You yeah. couldn't take like six. You could only have one at a time. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Mm. If you already had one, it just didn't appear for you, or something like that, or you couldn't take yeah. it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, Mort and Anweer. Uh, I, I was actually very curious how Anweer would react <laughs> if the if the feather would allow uh, him to take it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, um, yeah, okay. So Yost is gonna. He's got like a like one of those. Um, what do you call it, like He Man? Uh, bandoliers. Yeah, bandoliers sort of thing. Yeah, that's like the only thing. Like he kind of tucks it right to like the you know solar plexus sort of like center thing there. Oh, that looks really good um, yeah. on you. Mm. <laughs> Y'all puts it on like, like a brooch on his cloak. Um, and uh, yeah, so you guys can all write that down unencumbering, but you uh, each of you has a feather of Ma'at. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now let's let's get the hell out of here. Okay. Or so, do we just start our dungeon call from here, Matt? Well, I guess we got to take the donkey upstairs. Yeah, we were going to take the donkey upstairs, and we were going to go like scout uh, that place where uh, Isocritus was seen exiting. Uh, we should also probably tell the people of the Broken Inn, Broken Head Inn, that uh, things didn't work out so well for them. <laughs> you know, I want to pat Yost on the on the shoulder and be like, "I am so glad you came with us." Yeah, it's actually true. Yost probably would have been quite shocked uh, with the news and kind of wrestling with the fact that he's. He realizes that he's only alive because of like the you know the choice <laughs> that he that he made you know um, almost pure happen you know coincidence not coincidence but just uh, luck sheer luck really mm -hmm. um, so he's very glad that he's still alive but on the other hand he's been through a lot with the darling so he's uh, he's a little bit yeah. quieter than normal I would say yeah I, I I pat him on the back you know I I, I you know I understand how it how it is. I have lost with several companions, uh, as as has Goran dear. And uh, don't don't I don't want you to worry. You have new friends. Uh, we will take care of you, Yost. I have seen I have seen so much death now. I am I am inured to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> this poor <Yes>. guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slowly becoming a sociopath. Yeah. Well, I'm in the club. <laughs> <laughs> Yost, you don't worry. I will talk you in every night. I will read you a little story. It'll be, it'll be good. Thank you. All thank right. you, religious man. Um, All right, let's get the hell out of here. Let's go back up the end of the road. Okay, so are you going yeah. straight south into the crypts? We'll go yeah, straight, yeah, straight south into the crypts. Straight south, yeah. Okay, cool. So you backtrack, and that's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, I'm going to say that's going to be a two-turn trip. Yeah, I'll, I'll so, take an, an pull out another torch from the from the bag. Very good. Light it up. We've got to get lanterns, man. We got to. We better just buy some lanterns. <laughs> can I? Can I try that, John? Can I? Can I reach into the bag and see if there's a lantern in there? Uh, yes. Well, let me just check real quick. Because we had oil in the bag already from that cast that I bought to flame out the halflings. Uh huh. So we have plenty of lantern oil. I don't know how many lanterns a cask of oil holds, but I think it was a lot. Uh, how much is a lantern? Uh, let me see if I can find that real quick. Uh, I got the armor. Uh, I got the armor thing open here. Mm -hmm. Is it on your treasures or is it in the main book? No, it's just a. It's not. It's not. Trailer. This is the sound of us all like scrolling through PDFs. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. No, some of us have the actual hard copies. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back with it. Oh, right. Mike uh, dug it up. It's um, uh, 10 GP, so you can indeed pull a lantern out of Laryl's sack. Hard copy books, folks. Always better than the PDF. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Take it out. I light it up. All Thank right. you, Laryl. Yep, so you make your way down through that narrow corridor to the south and uh, into the crypts proper. You pass by the uh, large statue of Thoth in the intersection and move eastward back into the Day of Bouchemont. Um, the uh, uh, when you get back in there, you can still hear the goblins um, uh, enjoying the revelry. However, the body of Helga, um, uh, not Helga, um, Yvette, is nowhere to be seen. Um, but there is a bloody streak that leads back towards the east through the portcullis. Uh, well, at least we got the nice flail, huh? Yeah, looks like meat is back on the menu, boys. Hmm. Now I wonder why, while we're here, should we go ahead and and put the the left arms of these two statues up just in case it's you know tricky to get back down here again i don't know we man. could leave it we could do it mm. ah let's just go let's just go we'll do if, it tonight. if david were here he'd be like oh yeah yeah we're definitely gonna do that yeah <laughs> but i'm here so no <laughs> <laughs> you sure uh, you don't want to raise the arms uh, uh, no. you know, let's, let's just do one. Come on, it'll be fun. Well, let's just raise uh, the the left arm of this guy, and uh, when we get to the debouchement, debouch will raise the raise the left arm. Yeah, there. but here, the only thing about that though, Matt, is say your theory is correct. Say uh-huh. it doesn't just unleash death on us all, right? Uh-huh. Say it does open up a secret door in the middle of the debouch room. Who's going to get that secret door? Oh. Us. Or the horde of goblins that are waiting. Or the horde of goblins. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. 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 You you make you make a good point. You make a good point. Okay. My hands trembling at the arm, but I I pull it back. I slap it. (laughs) Okay. All right. You don't you don't move the arms. Oh man. Okay. Uh, And then you're going to head straight back up the stairways. Yup. As soon as we're out of sight, man, I flip double birds at those goblins. Okay. So we've made a dwarven book of grudges. Um, and you bring the you bring the the now emptied mule right back up with you. Yeah, yeah. and okay. then we warn we warn them <laughs> that that area is probably going to be a hot mess for a while, and that the goblins betrayed the darlings and slaughtered them to a man, and uh, and then you know there's just too many of them to deal with. Who are you warning? I warn um, the innkeeper. What's his name? Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I just hold on. We gotta. It's still, you guys still got to get there. So by the yeah. time you get to the top of the pyramid, it's um, 6 p.m. Uh, so uh, the sun is uh, setting well on the way to setting. And then you're going to make your way back. Um, so by the time you get back, it's going to be 7 p.m. Provided everything works out okay for you. One moment, please. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everything's fine. I'm sure it'll just be we've totally been, we've fine. We've been too lucky. We've been too lucky on these wandering encounters. Uh, let's see. One moment, please. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you guys are, uh, 
you guys are. Uh, you go down the pyramid steps and you're making your way up the northern boulevard. Um, and uh, the night is falling. Uh, the sun is setting in the west. And you can see the uh, light glinting off the armor of the two guards in the north gate. Um, and they hail you. Um, and as they're like, they're like, AV Club, hail! Um, as you're moving back and they, they see you and then they uh, they actually show, no, behind you, look! Shit. Ruh -roh. What's behind us, John? <laughs> <laughs> Turning around behind, you can see that uh, scuttling out from, uh, from a pile of ruins uh, and actually where it uh, actually, let me bring, bring up the map here real quick. Um, da, 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 where are you? One moment. It's there never it something good behind you. It's never like puppies. it could be. Yeah, it you can be. see them like hustling. Like they're like trying to um, to uh, bring out their bows as well at the same time. Uh, but actually, from uh, where is my pointer? Right here. Right here. Uh huh which is actually the place where they saw Isocritus leaving from. You see oh, scuttling wow. out uh, four gigantic, huge, like red, uh, uh, black body, but with red abdomens. Um, spiders just kind of crawl out from there and start to scuttle towards you guys. Um, oh, now, you guys are on the main road, so, the, so the, it is about, um, uh, let's see here, pretty relatively far away, actually. They're about a hundred feet away. Okay, and where is the guard tower in relation to this whole thing? Just the one up here, the yeah. one up by the okay. The one that's so uh, yeah, front. close enough to get to the guard tower before the spiders get to us. You, if you, if you ran, you could probably get to the guard tower. Yeah, if you full on right ran. Let's run, and at least then we have guys shooting with bows yeah, at the same like time, that. right? Yeah, so, I don't want to die. Right. We try and run and position ourselves between the two towers and see if the guards' arrows drive them away before we have to fight. Okay, yeah. So they kind of scuttle after you at the same time. Now, as you guys book it, um, unfortunately, the mule has no oh. idea, right? Um, and so I'm going to say, like, the, the uh, I'm going to say two of the spiders actually just like, well, you know what? I'm going to, I'll roll a chance. Um, let's see. I'll do. Not Bill, not Bill the Mule. No. Yeah. Well, there's I mean, spiders, so they're not nasty, that smart. He's got a nasty, nasty kick. I mean, maybe he takes one out. I'm going to say that there is a 50% chance that they, that they, um, they're just content with taking down the mule, right? Okay. Um, and then uh, a 50% chance that, like, some of them will definitely will. But so if, if if they don't make the check, then two of them will break off and continue to hunt you guys down. Okay. okay. All right. So basically, one to three, they are completely involved with the mule. Four to six, two of them break off. Okay. Got it. Okay. Here we go. Ah, there you go. Okay. So they are content to devour the mule who brays in a, uh, and screams uh, in an almost disturbingly oh. human manner as the spiders uh, just uh, crawl all over it and bring it down. Um, the. Uh, a few a few futile shots from the the from the bowman up in the top go down to you know kind of desultorily uh rain down upon the spiders but uh they're basically covering your escape as you as you run through the gates there you um, go. uh do you turn to face them or do you what do you want to fight them or no they are busily busily like um just kind of crawling all over and tearing apart the donkey uh, i guess my feeling, and Matt, feel free to disagree. My 
my feeling is to get out of sight, but don't leave the guards to deal with this by themselves. Should the spiders yeah, we have, still be hungry? Right? We have some ranged options. Let's, uh, I, I, you know, I've got some uh, a ranged spell I use. We can we can take some shots at them. Try right. To, so, yeah. John, we basically get out of sight, so we don't draw them to us. Mm-hmm. But should they continue to hunt us or come after the guards, we'll fight them. Does that make it's sense? A, it does not look like they are going to hunt you now. Okay. So you have the advantage should you wish to, like you know what I mean. Like should you wish to take try to take them out, but I mean you know you know what spiders can do if you if you get too close. Yeah, yeah, they're gross. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel the need to fight them for nothing for no reason. You know. What do you feel, Matt? Do you want to fight him? I mean, if you want to fight him? I'll fight him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what? Uh, you know what? I worry. I, I worry about my friends here on the wall. I would like. I think we can take these spiders out. Okay, let's do it. Oh, I'm wow. down, John. I think we can do it. Okay. I think we're all feeling a little frisky after those fucking uh, goblins just stole our lunch. Yeah. You understand? Like, okay, all right. You Ooh. fought. You fought spiders before. You know what yeah, they can do. John's telegraphing the danger. <laughs> You can, um, you can literally walk away right now if you want. Oh, now see, now now that thing's... Uh, we should walk away, bro. I'm not telling you to. I'm just saying, you, it's, you know, they, they can the poison you. Not, if the guards are not in danger, then I think we should walk away, is my is my feeling. And there, there are four spiders right now eating a donkey. Mm-hmm. And what is our advantage that you talked about, John? Do we get like a free round on them or yeah, something? Yeah, you, you'd have a su- not surprise, but you would get a free round, yeah. Yeah. Matt, I don't know, man. Are these about the same size as the spiders that we fought in that one room, John? Are they that big? Mm-hmm. They're big. They're really big. Oh, uh, they're big. Uh, okay, listen to the dwarf. Uh. <laughs> the dwarf of reason. <laughs> being, being alive is a good thing. Well, we're talking to the two OGs here who have uh, who are invested in their characters, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nobody wants to start over again at first level at this point. Well, if we wait a few minutes, maybe uh, Invisible Onlier is going to just stab them all. <laughs> true. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Better, better part of Valor sort of thing, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. All right. So you, you hustle back. They were like, we'll cover you. We'll cover you. And um, they, they, you know, they, you, you leave that, that scenario in, in, uh, in the setting sun behind you as you, as you roll into the end. Um, wow, today's been a day of misery. Yeah. <laughs> of, are are of... goblins in charge of the inn now too, John? Yeah, <laughs> they're <Right>. fecund. <laughs> but they have not but they're not so fecund that they've actually reached the uh, the inn. We um, we make it we make it back there. This sign has changed the fecund head. Uh. <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh yeah, we could probably leave it there, I suppose. It's probably a good a good place as any um to reset yourself at the inn. So it is what? It is the evening of the twentieth, correct? Now we gotta uh, buy those fuckers yeah. a mule too. God damn it! So it is what it is about um, seven p.m. by the time you roll back in to the inn, which is a proper time to be arriving at an inn this time around. Um, and we get, so do you do you relay the what? Did, what did you say? You relay the news to Kronos. You just tell him yeah, the truth. Yeah, no, I'm gonna uh, tell Kronos, and I'm gonna be like. Dalton's darlings didn't last very long against those goblins that you warned us about. They, uh... Ah, you see, I told you so. You give them an inch, those goblins, they're feckin' they are. They'll run, they'll take any advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they certainly did. I think that business is going to be closed at that entrance until, uh, until we can mount another expedition. 
but that's expensive. Well, they're and, not as uh, wily as the halflings from what I hear tell, or at least what the halflings were telling me. So maybe you could still go down there if you if you didn't piss them off. Did you piss them off? No, they seem to like us, thanks to our friend Mort. Aye, that's a good it's a good addition to the party you've got there. Yeah, yeah. We don't like know where he is now, but uh, you know wherever yeah. he is, wherever he is, he's disappeared. <laughs> I think we put him in the port in the in the bag of holding. Um, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Goblin in a sack. No, but um, they didn't like us enough to give us any of the Daltons that had survived the initial encounter. Uh, oh, that's so that a, was a crying shame. You're the last of your kind there, Yost. Well, that's a, I can't say that I'm not disappointed. First, we lost the Plumthorns, and now I've lost my connection to the Darlings, who would have been easy to work with. Not so easy to work with the Goblins, I should think. Uh, that that, well, that revenue stream. Have us. Uh, you got us. Fair enough. Well, I'm not going to be the one to put the seed in your head, but hey, should you take over, I'm sure we could work something out. Well, I don't know. That doesn't feel like fun to me. Yeah, that 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 area seems to have a lot of turnover. You know? yeah, yeah, Definitely yeah. a lot of turnover, yes. That's very true. It's like getting involved in a land war in Asia. Exactly. All right, guys, that was uh, that was super fun. All right, so you're gonna have to reassess your strategy here. Um, the uh, Isocritus's um, uh, exit still remains uh, unexplored, although you just saw some spiders come out of there. Um, yeah. So that is still open. You know that you should be able to expect what trustee in the morn? Would she be there yeah. by now? No, she would not. Definitely in not. the morning. I think by the time would she? Yeah, yeah, she'd be in there morning. Well, she wouldn't but travel at night she's though. Traveling at night though. She wouldn't travel at night. She'll probably not. It'll probably be tomorrow. Yeah, the next day. Not she, not, she, she, the, not tomorrow. I mean, morning. Maybe the, tomorrow afternoon. The next day. Yeah. I think she would probably arrive by afternoon or evening time uh, tomorrow, right? Okay. But then, you, like, so, yeah, you'd have to think about that because um, if you wanted to go down Isocritus's exit um, tomorrow, you would be doing it without Trusty, unless you decided to go in like the late afternoon or evening. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, time is always the same down there, so we might as well just wait for her. Right, I would wait for her. Yeah. yeah, okay. At least we don't have to worry about uh, any of the darlings finding out about our spaceship. That's right. That's, that that secret is is nice, <laughs> locked up real tight. Silver now. lining, right there. Oh, yeah. That's me. I'm the dwarf of optimism. <laughs> Only Yost who saw, who saw it already, so it's yeah, good to go. Yeah. yeah. All right, All right Thank guys. You, John. That was very that fun. Was... Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So you know the deal. You've been watching 3D6 down the line. So please don't forget to spread the word. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe if you haven't already and hit the bell uh, icon for notifications. Uh, and with that in mind, thank you again for bringing us all the way over to 3,000 subscribers, which is just amazing. So thank you all for this, all for all the support over the past uh, year or so. And we will continue on with the Halls of Ardenvold Delve 2. And we will see you all next time. Have a great week, everybody. Take care. Have a great time. Thank you, John. Bye. Thanks, John.